0: Welcome to episode number 206 of the Keep Up Podcast, where we're here to please you, your Heineken.
1: Yeah, that's actually a reference to um, freaking what's his name Captain N, the old the old cartoon uh, where it was like is a, it the arcade show or whatever like it was like a Nintendo cartoon oh. where, where all the characters Mango is going to be flipping out right now because he he actually got me into the show because he was talking about it okay. and so it's on YouTube okay, but um, okay. the the character of Kid Icarus <laughs> every sentence he ends in in a kiss so he's like Heinekis or Thank you, my friend a kiss. Like he'll always end in a kiss.
0: Really? Yeah, and
1: and he's Kid Icarus, so I guess he's like a Pokemon almost. Oh, right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know, but what you gotta watch the show. It's on YouTube, Captain N. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was completely licensed by Nintendo. I've talked about it before, but Yeah,
0: yeah. It does sound familiar. A kid
1: gets like sucked into the video game world yeah! and every episode he like deals with a different Nintendo yeah. game. It was uh it's it's something. Is it's something. it
0: something. Oh, yeah. Oh oh yeah
1: <laughs> it's fun though it's like it's it's stupid enough where you still can enjoy it for what it
0: is well that's how I want to enjoy things mm-hmm. for what they are for what they are sometimes it's hard to do that uh no Brett it's never hard you not got a great, you got a great point Tim. yeah
1: not when we're the number one streamer
0: podcast dance party 201287 exactly mm-hmm. and if you didn't know that, and this is your first time, then welcome to the Keep Up Podcast, where I'm Brett, and Tim is Tim. That's me! And we talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food, and uh, we're back, baby! We're back! We're a little late this week. I actually don't even know what day this is gonna come out. Maybe you're getting two episodes next week. I don't know. Okay. I guess I gotta put this out It's up to you, Brett. You're on vacation. You can do whatever you want. Chillin', baby! I got this full week off. Yeah. It's gonna be toy. I have a lot, a lot. Oh, I got a lot. Sounds like a real vacation. That it's going to be. Well,
1: can I know. it be a vacation if you're doing a bunch of stuff? Yeah, totally. Because it's stuff. I have. Do you feel like you'll relax?
0: Yeah, Maybe I mentally,
1: will. you'll free your brain up
0: for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's all stuff I want to do. I'm going to shows. Mm-hmm. Um, getting tattooed. I'm writing. Another I'm... tattoo.
1: What, what tattoo are you getting?
0: It's my last appointment, so it's touch ups. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh And a little ice cream kitty. A little ice cream. Wait, what about yeah. um, sexy, sexy
1: April? Done. No. What yeah. do you mean done?
0: I, I got it like two weeks ago.
1: Show me. So. <clears throat> what? What did he get? Oh, did you get something else? No. Yeah, you haven't shown me it. I know.
0: Why? I don't know if now's the time. What do you mean? What? You need my reaction? <sighs> no. So there's a. It's incomplete. What? I'm trying to decide right now if I want to capture your reaction to this. You could, here, here's my, here's my phone. No, I mean on the podcast. Oh, I see. Yeah. What? There's a, there's I didn't a, know it
1: was done. Yeah. And we've seen each other in the past two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Brett's a dirty liar. That's a, he's a, so he's, there's
0: there's an adjustment that's going to happen I can't wait To the tattoo Yeah, it's going to be Megan Fox, I know No, yeah. it's not You loved my idea so much But I, I do believe that if I show it to you right now Yeah You, I think you will probably laugh at me <laughs> I can't, you can't do that and not show me It's for the entertainment I almost didn't mention that I was getting tattooed this week Because part of the tattoo this week is a uh, an update to this one, yeah, and um, I gotta see it now. If you're changing, yeah, it, I gotta see it now. I know. Well, I have pictures of it. Uh, I was going to show you after. It's on your arm.
1: Yeah. What? What's wrong with it? Are, is your are? Do you have like a conjoined twin there? <laughs> like, uh, just for context, Brett's wearing a white T-shirt right yeah. now, and it's perfectly covered. Like, I can't. I no, can't it's see my, it. it's
0: my whole shoulder, the whole
1: shoulder. Yeah. Um. All right. Show it. Okay. For the people. What is it? what what am i looking at oh boy oh boy (laughs) it's it's something yeah it's something it's um it's a little uh bodacious maybe is the word yeah yeah it's not like i like it
0: so the piece is amazing yeah it's really well done so all right i'll just tell the story go ahead for the record right now Uh uh-huh uh (laughs) <laughs> our, our friend Eric is losing his mind laughing because he knows exactly what you're looking at. Yeah. Cause I saw him like a few days after I got it done, man. Um, so this is, it's okay. I can talk about it now. Yeah. I was very stressed out for like the first week that I got it. Really? Um, so, so you- ignore the thing that you're obviously looking at right now, yeah, which uh, I will explain for you guys in a minute. Yeah. Um, but look how incredible I love like the colors in mm-hmm. it, her like, Prowley position. Yeah,
1: I like the jungle environment. Like she very much captures the feeling of like a
0: puma or right. like
1: a jungle cat.
0: And she's like coming out of the background, yep. which is super sick, right? So,
1: um, what was the intention, and maybe you don't know, but like of the color of the background?
0: Is that like her like transforming? No, he like just poof? wanted to do something different than all the reds. Yeah. So, I, uh, for anyone who doesn't know anything about my sleeve, I have a tattoo sleeve that's Ninja Turtles based. Mm-hmm. Um, and each individual piece has like a background color to it. And there a lot of them are red. Mm-hmm. So what Ooh. we're going to do is Friday, uh, ice cream kitties go right back here. There's oh, a little empty space. Gonna, yeah, I see. That's yeah, gonna it's going to be, gonna be painful, spicy. Yeah. It won't be worse than the turtle or Casey Jones, I don't mm-hmm. think. But um, so what he does, because there's a little bit of space between each, each piece, mm-hmm. is he takes um, a color from one of the pieces and just does like a sort of like, misty cloud effect mm-hmm. to connect it all. So we're going to use this color and do it throughout the sleeve Okay. Uh, to tie this in. Yeah. Um, so that was it. The yeah. rest of it is just, like, her outfit and her being a cat and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> what Tim is reacting to, and the reason I was stressed out for the first week, yeah. uh, is it's what everyone sees at first. Mm-hmm. She's extremely busty. Very busty. And the unfortunate... This is a funny, like, look at human, human interaction (laughs) and my, in the way we convince ourselves of things, because this is, first of all, I got this tattoo at the end of one of the worst weeks I've had in a long time. Mm -hmm. It was part of like, uh, I'm going through a job transition right now. It's been pretty hard. I'm good right now. But that week was rough. Mm -hmm. That Thursday night, I knew I had a long weekend. Um, and I was stoked because I was like, you know what? I made it through the work week. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow I'm getting tattooed. It's my last big piece. Also, how sick does it look to have the shoulder capped and have like the whole thing done? Yeah. I it, was super stoked about this. Dude, the it all comes it.
1: together so well. And once yeah. the colors fill in and stuff, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. So, um,
0: super amped, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I get to the shop
1: mm-hmm. and... Because, um, j- just for context, uh, you usually have your, your artist make whatever he wants. Yes. Because you guys tend to agree on what he designs. Exactly. So yep. you don't know going in what it's going to look like. No.
0: Mm-hmm. And every single piece on my arm, I've sent him the concept for. He's yep. drawn it up. I get there. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, done deal. Yeah. There have been a couple of tiny adjustments we've made, but mm-hmm. like not much. So I told them the whole concept. We talked about it on the podcast. If you missed it, I think it's like two, three episodes back. Yeah. Um, and it's April O'Neil from a specific Turtles episode where she transforms into a Catwoman. A sexy Catwoman. Yeah, mm-hmm. very sexy. Yeah. Uh, so that was my pitch because mm-hmm. I wanted something kind of unique. And um, so I walk into the shop. And I look at it and I see that like she's real busty. Cause mm-hmm. she's in this prowling position and she's like facing you, like coming at you. Yeah. Right. And so that's the first thing I notice. So I have this sort of internal reaction to it where I'm like, mm, that's a that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like I want I want that closed up a little bit. Um and so I don't, I don't say anything. And my artist comes in and he's like, he's like, do you love it? And I was like, honestly, dude, like I do. I really like it. Um and then like he goes to I'm thinking in my head I'm like all right, I'm going to see what it looks like on my arm cuz he mm. puts you know, you put a stencil on there before you get started. So he puts it on and I'm looking at it and he's like, "Uh the whole thing's kind of big. I think I'm going to shrink it down." And I'm like, "All right, cool." Yeah. So I'm thinking, "All right, the whole thing's coming down.
1: He shrunk everything but the boots." Everything will <laughs> those stay the same size. Um,
0: so he's going to shrink it down. He puts it on my arm and I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Okay. Yeah, all right. At this point, I'm still like, I feel like that's the first thing everyone's going to notice, but I don't say anything. Yeah. So he starts doing the outline and I'm panicking internally because I'm like, why did I not say anything? Mm-hmm. Because you got
1: to remember, this is a permanent thing that's going to be permanent. On you. So it's, you, you want to make sure you it's what you want. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And every piece I've gotten so far, I have been over the friggin' moon to mm-hmm. show people, mm-hmm. right? So in the meantime, I've texted a picture of it to Rachel, um, uh, my wife, and she's... She's like, yeah, like maybe see if he can close up the shirt a little bit. Um, Cause I'm trying to get like external opinions. Cause I'm like, is it just me? Cause it also, I love uh, Steve's art style. Mm -hmm. Incredible. It has kind of like a pinup vibe to it and the whole sleeve is neo-traditional. So Mm -hmm. it has an old school vibe. So I'm like, maybe I'm overthinking it. And um, so he finishes the outline Mm -hmm. and I look at it in the mirror and I'm like, those are pretty well present. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I feel like that's what everyone's going to look at and it might take away from the, um, from the piece itself. Yeah. So then, um, while I'm getting tattooed, my friend Dan, who also works in the shop, he comes over and he's like, yeah, make sure, Steve, make sure you oil those things up. So that's all everyone, anyone sees. <laughs> no. And Steve's like, no, 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 I'm not going to, you know, th- I, th- you know, when everything's done, I don't want it to seem like it's just a big boob tattoo. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like the color's not done. She has a bright yellow jumpsuit. Like mm-hmm. I feel like the focus isn't all going to be there when it's done. Right. He finishes it. Everyone in the studio, I think there were four artists there at the time, they're all like, dude, it looks incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, She looks so good. The piece is so good. The colors are amazing. And these are all artists that like I really respect and love. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's a great piece. And I'm just like, like, what am I going to say at that point? I'm like, I'm just nervous about what people are going to see. I really like the piece, but I'm like, if that takes all like if you have to explain to everyone, like, yeah, but look at all the other details. Right. You don't right. want to do that. So mm-hmm. um I start panicking because mm-hmm. I've already had a week that's like destroyed me. Yeah. And I'm like, shoot, this was the last piece to this sleeve that I'm so proud of. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I feel right now oh, because of just that one component. Yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? I, I went home. I was kind of panicking. And Rachel was like, it's really not that bad. I think you're blowing it up in mm-hmm. your head. And um, I, again, nothing wrong with the piece. Like mm-hmm. I would never say to Steve, no, like, dude, I was freaking out because the art is incredible. Yeah. Sure enough, everyone I showed throughout the week, I made a point to not say anything at first. Everybody who I showed went, oh, oh, the it looks, it's good. <laughs> And I'm like, what are you looking at? Like, well, no, no, it just looked, I'm like, tell me what you're looking at. Every single person was like, it's a little voluptuous. Uh I'm like, I know. And so it's a mixture of like the position she's in and everything. So I, I, because she's in a prowly position and there's like cleavage, it looks, it looks way too like sexual. Yeah, and that was not my goal. So I, uh, I messaged Steve and I was like, hey, dude, I don't even know like how. I hope I'm not breaking any etiquette here. Like I absolutely love the piece, but everyone who has seen it has commented on the cleavage. <laughs> if is there any way we can we can cover it up, minimize it, something like that? Because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's taking away from the piece. And he was like, "We'll figure something out." So, yeah. So that that is the story behind my <laughs> April O'Neil it's, piece. It's
1: hard. It's one of those things where it's like it's probably not the biggest deal because, like, I like, seeing it, I once again appreciate it for what it is. Sure. And that those do kind of, like, they attract the eye, if you Oh, yeah. It's Um, dead center. Yeah. Yeah, it's something because you can't, like, not look at it. Right. Um, But I don't know. I mean, it's like... Yeah, it's one of those things where it it totally works, but I, I 100% get you. Yeah. And everything else, like, you could proudly show, and this one, you're like... Mm. I'm a little... Yeah, and especially you,
0: because you thought the idea was dumb anyways. <laughs> I was like, great, now I have to show Tim nah, he's going to make fun of
1: me. The, the shoulder
0: of shame. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> the only reason I was even nervous to talk about it is because, like, if I would never want... Steve, to feel like anything, you know, there was nothing, it was the whole situation was I literally could have been like, oh, can we just like Mm -hmm. pull up the shirt a little bit? Yeah. And I didn't. And I know one thing I've learned about myself is I will feel like if I have a response to something, it's Mm -hmm. like gut feeling. Yeah. Where I'm like, is there something off here? But I just ignored it. I was mm-hmm. like, no, I trust Steve's art. Like, it's gonna look yeah. great, and it. I do think it looks amazing and fits the rest of the sleeve. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I can't stop thinking. I also obsess. I yeah. think you know, I have some OCD tendencies, and so every time I look at it, I, it's all I can it's see. It's All you can see. So he, yeah. I trust him. He's done incredible like cover ups and mm-hmm. just work in general for years and years. I wish I said something because I am nervous about. Now it's not going to be, like, fully the original concept. It's Mm going to be whatever he uses to cover it up. Uh, But I trust him. We'll see what happens. I -hmm. I hope I didn't make, like, a grave mistake that's going to be scarred on me forever. But
1: it's okay. You'll have
0: the story, you have
1: the memories, and you have a picture of it.
0: And, I mean, the worst thing that happens is... April is extra curvy on my shoulder forever. Yeah,
1: man what a what a shame to put in the world <laughs> Well I'm you know oh. I, I think it's 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 still good for what it is. It's still it's still great. It's it still takes, it's still fun for me. Yeah, I'm glad it's fun for you. <laughs> I have a good time. I just love how you're like, oh boy,
0: oh yeah. boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that's the story behind that. Yeah, but yeah. This week is uh, it's my last appointment, so it'll be that piece, a couple of touch-ups on earlier pieces we've done, and mm-hmm. then tying it all together. And my sleeve will finally be done. It's been <sighs> three years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's
1: I mean, it came out awesome.
0: Shut up, dude. What what's next? Um, I think. I have a list, Mm -hmm. but I can't – I got to give my wallet a break. Yeah. But tattoos – that's one of the big things. Like, you know, I'm always back and forth about tattoos, as
1: you know. But, mm -hmm. like, they're expensive. They are. They are. You're spending, like, hundreds of dollars. Mm -hmm. And I get it. Like, you're getting a custom art piece and the skill it takes to put on your body and stuff. Yeah, you definitely Um, get what
0: you pay for. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, It'll either be a bunch of small pieces on my right leg Mm -hmm. or I have two big – piece ideas for my right arm. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be one or the other. I'm very imbalanced right now. My left leg and my left arm are very ink heavy. I
1: know, and you look at the other arm it's like, tree! Boop!
0: (laughs) Boop! Boop! Boop!
1: See, now you get it, bro. Yeah, I you know. Yeah. get it now. So
0: um, I'm on vacation. Is the point? Yeah, you're a free boy. Yeah.
1: And speaking of free boys, yeah, I have a, a quick little story to tell, which tell I meant me. to tell a couple weeks weeks ago, but I, I forgot about it. Yeah. What do you got? Um. So my friend Nick and I went to the super arcade. We went to fun spot. Oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. guys went. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Nick saw me posting stories and he's like, "Dude, we got to go." Jealous. Um. So the first thing we learned when we went in there is they change out the arcades, uh, the the cabinets. Oh um, really? So the in the upstairs like arcade area. How do you uh, you there, remember what was there? Well, there was there was a big string of Nintendo arcades that I do not remember seeing at all. They had uh, Super Punch Out. They had um, Super Mario Brothers. They had Donkey Kong. Whoa. It was it was like ten different uh, arcade cabinets that cool. I didn't even know exist. Half of them, like yeah. I didn't know there was a Super Mario Brothers. Cabinet. Yeah. Um, and then they had this one. Um, oh, I forgot the name now. It was like something 10, but it had 10 NES games inside it. And you would, they would, you put in a coin and you get three minutes to play the game. So it was like cool. Double Dragon, it was Excite Bike, it was stuff that was on the NES, but on an arcade. Um, but it was a really cool concept. So you got three minutes. And you um, uh, would just like select a game, but you could freely select a game. So if you got bored with Double Dragon, you can just switch oh, and dope. play something else. Um, so it was really cool. I forgot the name; but it's like Play Choice Ten or something. Hmm. Um, so yeah, we go there. That's cool. I didn't know they change out the the Me arcade either. cabinet. So I wonder what else is like there. What else they changed? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but that was the only change I noticed. However, we went and played skee ball. Cause I oh, yeah. really
0: like sea ball. I'm, I'm back and forth about ski ball. Me too. Like I don't have to play it. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like every, everyone I know who likes ski ball yeah. has to play it every time they're at an arcade. Yeah. I'm kind of like, eh, I could take it or leave it. Yeah.
1: Cause it's just like you're, you're it's, it's the idea of like the skill and stuff, but I've never been right. great at it. I,
0: yeah. I think I suck. And yeah. that's
1: why I'm not like, we got to play. We got to
0: do it. It costs too much to practice. Right. Like if I had one at home, mm-hmm. I'd be so good. Oh Yeah. It would Crush. be shoot. Ski ball. We could just make one. We
1: should. We got balls. Yep. And we got holes. And we got.
0: <laughs> what are you talking about? Right I, is that ski ball? Right. You throw balls in holes. Oh, you roll right, it. right. Yeah. yeah. So I thought you said poles. And no, I was like holes. What kind of what's ski
1: ball? dude You never, never played it's not s- skiing. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was very
0: confused.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't like it because I don't play it right. Yeah, right. Um, right. so you've been playing it wrong. So, how the game works obviously, you, you roll the balls and you get tickets based on how yeah. many points you get. Correct. Um, so apparently, you get up to three tickets per play. Okay, uh, every hundred points, you get ticket. You get a ticket. Is it
0: up to three tickets?
1: Up to three total. Like, that's it.
0: Three tickets, three
1: tickets. Yeah. Uh, and the reason why I know this, and I'll tell you in a second, um, because so we, we were rolling, we were playing uh, and uh, I the second time I went, um, my, my ticket started going nuts. Like I got like one hundred and seventy points, nothing garbage, um, but the ticket started coming out and kept going and going and going and we got 178 tickets what turns out the machine broke and just deposited all the tickets uh and so nick and i were looking at each other like what because he went on his machine and he rolled and he got two he got three tickets he got one ticket and so uh one of the the arcade staff came over and they're like hey that's not supposed to do that they're supposed to do two to three tickets every time and i was like uh i'm gonna take these and go and so i took them yeah (laughs) because i i won the tickets fair and square yeah yeah um but it was so many tickets and the machine it ran out of tickets it would have kept dispensing (laughs) if it it didn't have any (laughs)
0: oh i wish you got
1: one they just filled like
0: a brand new one thousands of tickets it just opens and one of those big rolls of tickets comes out (laughs) (laughs) it's like
1: here you go so yeah it just kept going back and forth and Nick and i were like what happened so we tried it again later in the day and they fixed it at that point but uh we, we were blown away did you get Anything with the tickets? Uh, we I got a, a really big pair of glasses, like Heck goofy yeah. like glasses. I'm going to use them for stream. Stream but. fodder, <laughs> of course. Um, and we tried out, I don't know if you saw it uh, on TikTok, but you know the Deal or No Deal game? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone on TikTok showed that if you record the game on slow-mo, you'll be able to tell where the case is. Because it, it, you know, how the cases yeah. like randomly select. So Nick and I tested it out. You don't have enough time to watch the case in the video because they give you 30 seconds oh. to pick a case after it happens. So
0: playing the slow mo video back
1: takes it took too long. Too long, yeah. Because you got to watch from beginning to end. And because the slow mo goes a certain speed,
0: couldn't you scroll through? You
1: could, but it, they move at a speed where it's tough to keep up. Yeah. In slow-mo. Ah, shoot. So, Nick and I, we tried it on the first machine, and and Nick w- Nick had two seconds. And w- when I was watching, uh, he was he picked a random case. He picked case 16. Yeah. Um, so, we were just like, okay. So, I watched the video like 10 times, and I'm like, I think it's it was either 16 or 2. And that's those were the two that we thought it, because we got lost in the shuffle. And so, Nick inst- instinctively picked 16, and we got to the very end. It was two tickets and 400. <gasps> and he won he, the, he won the case he picked was the right one Yo! we went nuts that's it was crazy, crazy.
0: <laughs> that sounds like such a good arcade visit
1: dude it was so good i have videos of both things happening so it was uh this is a couple weeks ago but yeah we got i think we ended up with like 1400 tickets or wow. something and we each spent 20 bucks so nothing crazy but
0: that's sick yeah it went really really well wow mm-hmm. dude what a good visit that was awesome uh, I have a conundrum for you real quick. Your yeah. ticket one just reminded me of it. Yeah. Someone close to me is, is going through this right now. Uh-huh. You get a paycheck from work. Yep. It's way more mm-hmm. than it's supposed to be. Yeah. You do the calculation, mm-hmm. can't figure out where it came from. Mm-hmm. So you think there's probably a mistake made. Right. Do you mention it to your employer? Because the possibilities are... Yep. I don't know what the rules are here. They've paid you. Mm-hmm. Are they going to dock your pay... Later, Mm -hmm. do you have to pay it back? Do you wait? And at some point down the road, does anybody ever notice? What do you do? The ticket thing was similar, but it's like they... Doled out the tickets, yeah. I feel like I'd be like, nah, bro, I'm keeping these tickets. Right, it's for tickets. sure. It's, get it's here. the machine. That's yeah. the rule. Plus, I feel like the highlight of that story is they're giving you three tickets per skee ball round. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Get no the matter hell no here. matter what
1: you do, you are you are re- you are stuck to three tickets. I'm gonna start asking, like, hey, what's
0: the maximum tickets I can get on this? <laughs> what can I get? I know you know. Because
1: there are certain games that give you crap for tickets. Yeah, like, that's trash. Like no matter what you get, it's like two or three, and you're right. like, Why why am I playing this? Then? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. What am I doing here? So yeah. Why Watch out for skee-ball. It's a trap. Um, As far as... So, a, a couple things to factor in. Yep. One, is it a big company? Do you work for a big organization, or is it a small business?
0: Uh, let's call it medium. Medium. Yeah.
1: Because if it's a small business, I think they'll notice, and because right.
0: uh, I feel like the interaction is more personal. It's a business where there's a chance they won't. They have enough employees yep. that there's a possibility... They won't notice. I probably would still say something.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, uh, because I would think I would be too worried about it coming back to me because I have a tendency to not have enough money in my bank account to cover random expenses that may right. show up. Like I Same. usually, I'm just like right at the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I usually have like a little safety net, yep. you know, like 30 bucks or something. Right, but, right. Um, so if I were to get that money and spend it on whatever I spend it on, yeah. if they need it back for whatever reason... I can't take that hit later. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yep. that that would be my perspective. Now, um, the alternative is they do give you less money and future paychecks to sure. compensate for it. Um, if but they find out. If they find out. Yeah. I don't think it's worth the risk. That's my concern. And mm-hmm. I feel
0: like if I notice it right away, mm-hmm. where it gets dicey is, let's say it's like a week or two later yeah. and you notice. Then if you bring it up, it's like, shoot, the next check I get I have to like calculate for that.
1: Yeah. If they decide to take it out, right. It could have been intentional, could be a bonus. Right. You could find out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the move. If you find out right away, you say something. Right. But That's with tickets, that, you take the tickets, bro. Of course. Well, tickets are, like, essentially valueless. Like, right. you're it's not like... I mean, yeah. they get you stuff,
0: but... You have to get... Like, for a stuffed animal, it's yeah. like 80,000 tickets. Right. How many <laughs> skee-ball rounds is that at three tickets a pop? Dude, it's... No matter how good you do, it doesn't matter. Let me find out right now. Maximum yeah. tickets, right? Yeah. Because I feel like 80,000 is legitimate, like...
1: That's... The, yeah. I mean, it depends on the arcade.
0: <laughs> you, gotta be, <laughs> you gotta play skee-ball... Twenty six thousand times!
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's oh, ridiculous. So, well, certain places years. like
0: Dave and Buster's, yeah. I hate their system there because they oh with the points and yeah, stuff? yeah because because you don't even know how screwed you're getting.
1: Well, yeah, that. But on top of that, like when you when you put in twenty bucks in the machine, you get like hundred and thirty points. Yeah, but the machines are like four point six credits or points right, right. to play so i don't know if i'm spending if i'm getting ripped off yeah. for the tickets like I, it doesn't that's what sense. i mean you don't even
0: know how much mm-hmm. they're like yeah it's it feels yeah. like oh it's only 2.8 credits and right it's like what is that that 0.8 is where they're definitely that's screwing where me, hits, but I don't yeah. know how. yeah 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 it's brutal mm-hmm. um you know what else is brutal what how many movies we have to talk we have so many i need to go into reflections for like a minute and a half okay let's do it To reflect ah. Ah. Here's the thing Hold
1: on I'm gonna start the timer Because you said A minute and a half All Ready? Right. And
0: go A few episodes back I talked about Method Man And how he's incredible And how he Has done um, The uh, A song for the soundtrack Of the new Evil Dead game Which I haven't played yet mm-hmm. um, And it's so good And it reminded me Of this song That he did For an M&M ad mm-hmm. Ms, Not an ad For the rapper Right uh, <laughs> And It was Unbelievably good I'm here to tell you, mm-hmm. I'm an idiot. It was a Sour Patch Kids ad. Oh. And it was like long. It was like- You a, were still in the right ballpark I was A I candy was, ad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I revisited it after the episode. Yeah. And I was correct that it's an absolute banger, mm-hmm. but it was not for m ms It was for Sour Patch Kids. Mm-hmm. And it's great because he's sitting next to someone on a couch that someone opens a bag of Sour Patch Kids and they go all over the place. Like, you know, when you can't open a package. Yeah. And Meth- When's Man, the last time you've done that? Open a package uh, and it goes everywhere. I'm pretty cautious these days. Yeah. So I, th- I feel like I've learned. It's something in
1: life that you experience a couple times, y- but I can't remember the last time I've
0: done it. Yeah, me neither. I, the the closest thing I have to that now is taking corners and not holding the coffee next to me mm-hmm. and it then pours all over me. Oh, that's the adult version. Of yeah, it. exactly. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. But I can open a package of candy.
1: <laughs> at this point at in my life. Like a professional. Well, some have like the, the tear. The, the tear you can do. And yes. So it, so it all depends on the package.
0: It does. But <laughs> they go everywhere and Method Man's like, do you even know what you just did? Because Sour Patch Kids, like they then they come to life and they run all over the place yeah. and that's the music video for so it. They're so they're alive when we're eating them? I did it. I just want to say 30. for the record, yeah. I'm done.
1: Even even with my interruptions. Right. I was like, can we fit banter can, into it? Can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We just crossed the minute 30 mark. I feel like it used to be with chips, but now candy,
0: candy packages, dude, they're like impenetrable sometimes oh, i don't yeah. know why it's... there's also certain like popcorns like like the, an individual serving package mm-hmm. that are like they just feel like they're thick plastic yeah and you're trying to rip you're them like, open Dah. i don't know who they're trying to keep out of they the popcorn, should they but... should just
1: be a uniform package
0: for everything i agree everything should be this everything comes in the same package mm-hmm. and it just in plain writing says like what it is yeah just like chips. polyester Oh, no. What no, the, not the... What
1: the snack not, Yeah, is. what yeah. the snack is. You want... So you're saying if you go buy a... Like, but there's so many different potato chips. They're all just going to say
0: chips. Says what kind? It can say the brand name.
1: I would kind of want to live in that world, I think.
0: How wild would that look? Like, you can still have your separate brands if yeah. you want. But, but, but it says Lay's yeah. Plain Potato Chips. Lay's Lightly Salted Potato Chips. Because
1: you would go, be going strictly on flavor and experience at that point. Because, like, you know, the right. attractive bags no, catch your right. eye.
0: But you won't have them. Take the mark take the the color and design out of food market yeah you can have commercials if you want mm-hmm. but the packages look the same i wonder same. what people would eat me too
1: cuz that's that, how you level
0: the playing field that is that's how now, you get
1: competitive now here's an interesting twist on that what if everything was random they all just said chips but <laughs> you don't know the brand you don't know all your foods that way so when you go shopping you just buy blank Bags. that feels like a game to me mm-hmm. i feel like i'd have fun
0: yeah you still you still need the nutrition facts though. right
1: so it, it won't be like fully random where you like will only get candy yeah. like if you buy two hundred dollars <laughs> worth of groceries and it's all candy <laughs> <laughs> like damn it right
0: <laughs> but then you then you learn how random is it does some stuff just say meat
1: yeah so, <laughs> some will you'll you'll get specific meat or yeah. if you're feeling adventurous there's just meat
0: yeah they'll have se- separate sections yeah like specific meats mm-hmm. and then just meats but those are more expensive when you get the specific ones you know what you're getting
1: mm-hmm.
0: i would be into that that would be a fun world then you start learning what chips you like or things you like based on like the random ingredients mm-hmm. you're like oh this one has xanthan gum <laughs> i'm i'm in so. <laughs> this is <what> I want. <laughs> eventually you'll start learning like the weight and the sounds like you'll right. pick it up and be like oh that's cape cod that's right nice. like by oh. the by the crispy crunchy man i'm just picturing how satisfying it would be to look at shelves yeah that just say like They're not like crazy colours. Is that a weird thing to be satisfied about? Yeah. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. That is. Yeah. Oh, my laugh peaked. Oh. That it's like a and it's like I can see it. (laughs) So sorry about that, guys. Anyways. I mean, is it time to do We gotta we gotta tackle movies. Let's go. Ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. We have so many good movies to talk about. So many, like, heavy hitters. Yeah. And, and I
1: feel weird... Doing heavy it hitters, a, yeah. Yeah, I feel weird doing it all in the same podcast, um, because, like, they all feel like they need their own episode to breathe, but... I've, right, I
0: feel that way, too, mm-hmm. but I think having a podcast that exclusively has, like, a lengthy movie segment... Yeah. ...is also a good, like, toss-up. Yeah. Or, uh, compromise. Because... Mm-hmm. I don't want to wait to talk about any of this. Right? Because I don't want to wait <laughs> for our lives to be over. My My I don't know what they say there. I don't either. Okay. Tell me now, is it? It's is it? Is it <laughs> bah, 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 My bah. throat is still not back. Dude. I don't know. You sound there. Yeah. You but sound- if I I can't do, you can't do high pitch stuff. I don't want. I don't want to wait. I can do. There it, it is. <laughs> Dude, solid crushed it. Remember, what was the one that uh crushed it? What was the one that we did that was like a 90s throwback? We talked about the songs we heard in our, our mom's car all the time. Uh, walking on broken glass, or was it?
1: On my... No, it's no. a... uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is I? I have it in my mind. Oh, no, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like the it was
0: a, you gotta be bad? You gotta, <laughs> like, you gotta be bold. You gotta be stronger. <laughs> <laughs> it was that one? I Anyways. like the uh, the Oh what it's uh um, on, walking. This is gonna be the no. exact
1: same segment. Yeah, as it was what that we did. we did before, but yeah. it's the it's the driving one, like welcome oh, to my Diddy You know, oh, uh, oh, uh um, right oh. now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <What is it? laughs> oh i'm <laughs> the sweating right time to roll <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me that one Dude, it's <laughs> messed up. you know it's wicked weird this is but, not a music segment but mm-hmm. i was talking to uh we were watching like got talent cringe moments yeah. on uh youtube mm-hmm. like me and the kids and uh s- someone did like a spice girls like drag show yeah and uh, I started telling them about the Spice Girls. And so I showed them the oh. wannabe video. Yeah, they're like, oh, we know this song. Because it was in like a kid's movie or whatever. Of course. Um, and maybe TikTok or something. But they knew it. Yeah. And then I showed them like some more music videos by them. And they are not privy to like what a boy band or girl band, like those pop things from the 90s and early 2000s. They're not really like privy to that.
1: Yeah. And I, I was just like. The, uh, the modern day equivalent is like. Uh, K-pop groups. Right, yeah. But there's no, like...
0: Well, there are, like,
1: girl band, like... like, But the K-pop, I always see, like, just a bunch of boys. Yeah.
0: And, like, I feel like... I know we, we talked about this semi-recently, actually, mm-hmm. but this was a moment where I was like, do you guys know, like, when I say boy band, like, do you guys know what that is? Yeah. And they were like, I don't think so. And so I, I showed them the Spice Girls, and I was like, there were, like, boy bands, girl groups, where it was, like, just this pop group that would sing mm-hmm. these kind of ridiculous... Even then, we knew they were, like, these over-the-top pop songs. Yeah, but they're catchy. Yeah, and, dude, Spice Girls is, like, so over-the-top, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, they were so big. Remember they had a movie, Spice World? Like, and... That's what we're here to talk about in movies: is Spice Spice
1: World, World and In Sync. Do you remember how obsessed Bailey was with the Spice Girls? Yeah, that's why I know so much about them. Me because, too. Like I shared a room with her, and half of it was Spice Girls. Yeah, and she watched the movie a million times, so, oh, all the time, so much. Do you have a
0: favorite Spice Girl? Spicy Spice, Spicy Spice, fantastic. Spicy Spice. How is there not a Spicy Spice? I don't know. Unbelievable. Um, I don't know. Still don't know what the word posh is. Who's means. the blonde one? Baby. Baby. I like baby. Yeah. She's basically bubbles. Yeah. You know? I like bubbles. Who's your favorite Powerpuff girl. Uh Simmy asked me this the other day. Probably bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I like, kind of like Buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. Buttercup's
1: fun. She's just rapping well, I've always liked Blossom a lot too, actually.
0: Yeah. I like the leaders. As lead, far as the leaders leader. go, Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I know. Dude. <laughs> I'm always a leader. You're guy. A Cyclops
0: Leo Blossom yep. guy. <laughs>
1: I can't wait till like years from now the list just keeps expanding and we figure out more leaders. I like Yeah,
0: because I'm I'm Buttercup, Raph, and Wolverine. Those are <laughs> I was just that water come out of my nose. <laughs> I'm the AC like uh supporting character. A reflection of your life, Brad. Yeah, right, right, it's so funny. Oh man, that's oh, great. Goodness. They they broke the color stereotypes with Powerpuff Girls though. What do you mean? Blossom's not the blue one. Leo and Cyclops are the blue ones. Oh yeah, and uh, there's no, I guess there's no blossoms the closest to the red one. Yeah, uh, although. Wolverine, there's no red there. I guess just blue is like the leader color. It does in a lot seem of like so. For some reason. The leader. I could be yeah. other leaders. I don't know, dude. I don't either. I, what movie are we starting with? Uh, let's start with Rescue Rangers. That is perfect because mm-hmm. we're talking about cartoons. Yep. And we're talking about blue. Bro. Because a little friend's yeah. in there. Yes. Our this little is, friend. Okay. <laughs> I, this movie, I have never. So. For anyone who doesn't know, yes, and you have to know, right? Because this movie was clearly as ridiculous as we thought it was. Because it's everywhere. I'm seeing posts about it all over the place, just reflecting my my personal reactions to mm-hmm. it. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers is a new Disney movie that came out on Disney Plus exclusively. I think exclusively. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of crazy because this feels like a big theater movie, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we talked about the trailer uh, a little while back on the, on the show and. Uh, It just seemed weird. We were like, the animation looks kind of all over the place. Mm -hmm. And it turns out the animation is all over the place. It it certainly is. And is extremely intentional. Mm -hmm. I have never seen a movie with less rules in my entire life. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how this movie exists, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if you've seen the article, but the writers have come out saying they can't believe it got made. Because I guess they've been working on it for like, it was something like four years, seven years. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I don't,
1: I think if it released years ago, I don't know if it had, uh, have as much of an impact as it had now.
0: One thing they said is they don't believe it could have had a theatrical release. They think it's because oh. of the existence of Disney plus mm-hmm. they're just speculating, but they're like, we pitched this movie so many years ago. And like, I don't know that it would be what it is without a streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, Which
1: I, I'm surprised I mean Maybe not surprised is the right word But like The fact that this movie exists Because it pokes fun At like All the animation industry right. from From Disney to Nickelodeon Not much Cartoon Network I didn't notice
0: Oh that's the one missing
1: Is like Because like, they were heavy With the Nickelodeon references Yeah um, But maybe Cartoon Network Just didn't have anything right to do with it but um yeah i mean from all over the place all kinds of you know they reference shrek they reference uh dreamworks like you you name it there's some kind of reference and yeah. it's poking fun so uh, i was just surprised to think this actually came from disney because it feels like a parody movie
0: it does mm-hmm. i know and it's it's just so wild in the way that it's structured it does a thing that i feel like we've seen in some other movies but um this Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Let me know if you think of any, but it takes Chip and Dale, Mm -hmm. references the cartoon, Mm -hmm. and uh, makes Chip and Dale actors. So the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers cartoon was, uh, those were just characters played Mm -hmm. by the real life Chip and Dale. Right? Uh, The only thing I can equate it to is the Muppets. Yes, yeah, right, exactly. I think mm -hmm. that's exactly what I'm thinking of. It's like, that, that cartoon that we know was just a A moment in the lives of these characters Yes It wasn't actually their lives Mm -hmm. So we're following Chip and Dale Years after the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers years Mm -hmm. And this this movie I mean we just mentioned the references But I just can't believe The I almost don't want to spoil all the references in it But at the same time like I just can't not talk about it But coming from Disney Mm -hmm. Referencing Nickelodeon, yep. There, I you almost feel like there would be more Marvel references, yeah. But there are DC references. I
1: would say maybe more DC than Marvel. That's what it felt like. And I'm like,
0: what did they pay to make these jokes? I don't know how that stuff works. Mm -hmm. But then, um, I mean, there's Beavis and ButtHead cameo, South Park, South Park video
1: games. I mean, I saw lee I saw
0: Squidward. Yeah, I didn't Um, even see that one. what else the nickelodeon ones were like yeah. really heavy and in your face and very funny yeah. and and they were like they were making this whole world of like because chip and dale are actors mm-hmm. all these other studios are also like you're you're at you're at conventions with cartoon characters and the other thing is i don't know when the last time i guess there's a bunch of them now but this one is so blatantly like Roger Rabbit-esque, mm-hmm. where you have humans and, and cartoons. He's it. Roger right, Rabbit. in Right, <laughs> right, yeah. Um, you have them coexisting. Yep. And the way this movie plays with animation styles and is very meta about it mm-hmm. is like, just the coolest thing it's just so much fun Mm -hmm. i haven't had so much fun well actually sonic 2 was super fun yeah i didn't expect to have this much fun again so soon (laughs) right you know
1: with an animated well live action animated movie like right um yeah this this it just hits all the right points. I've seen a lot of discussion where people are talking about is is it actually good or is it just the references that make it a good time? Sure. And I would argue both. I think the I references think so. add a lot. But even if there weren't all the references, I think it would still be solid. Not yeah. great, mm-hmm. um, but solid. Yeah. Uh, I think the references do add a lot, though. Yeah. It,
0: it's fun that's, in that regard. That's a fair question. Um, But I mean, when I think about it, it has a lot of cool... Concepts in it Like mm-hmm. as it's talking About the animation It almost feels like I don't know It feels like Sort of a commentary On The entertainment industry mm-hmm. To me And even with Chip and Dale And how they There's There's a There's a story Of friendship And family there mm-hmm. That I think is really cool And there's a mystery there Which is a callback To Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers So yep. I think there's a lot of um, There's a lot of value there It's not just the references mm-hmm. But that is definitely what adds to the fun. i th- I think both is the correct answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something maybe you discover more on the second watch because it's yeah. so surprising. To watch because fir- you never
1: know what's gonna show up. No, you know you never know who they're gonna reference right. or where they're gonna come from. And I guess I, I've also heard, and I don't know if this is true, so you know take it with a, a pinch of salt. But um, because a lot of this is in parody, I need a whole
0: pinch, dude. A whole pinch. <laughs> I feel like I only need a grain usually. <laughs> no, this wow. time you're gonna need a whole pinch. All right, hit me with it. Uh,
1: apparently, a lot of these uh, um, things they reference they didn't have to pay for because it's in parody, like it's in the aspect of a parody, oh. which is free. Um, so. For instance, the, the biggest one everyone's talking about, and of course we're going to talk about, is Ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. And you have to specify Ugly Sonic. Right. Because I guess they're treating him as an original character, like he's a Disney character, because he's a parody of Interesting. Sonic. Interesting. And he's free, supposedly. Once again, this is all just stuff I've read online. Yeah. I don't know how accurate it is, right. but with that perspective, it makes sense. Because either way, I mean, Disney either has a bunch of money, or they were really smart with their writing and got away with it. But and they like, Are all
0: parodies, and because the characters Mm -hmm. are not technically the characters, they're the characters who act as those characters. Mm -hmm. I wonder. I would be absolutely amazed to find out that's the case, Mm -hmm. because this movie takes place in a universe where those characters' jobs are what we're familiar with. We're familiar with. We know with
1: what they do for work,
0: and the whole bootleg thread. Yeah. Throughout the whole movie, what that's so crazy because it's so accurate. To, it is like
1: there's so many bootleg things right. out there, and the fact that they're taking characters and making them the bootleg versions, uh, right? It's 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 just so fun.
0: I don't know. There's a whole uh, like criminal underground of mm. of bootlegged movies, and it takes these characters, and they're they're all afraid because mm. these cartoon characters are getting abducted, um, and bootlegged. Mm-hmm. And I think that thread is really cool too. I yeah. don't think that's just like fun because of the references. I think mm-hmm. that's that's really I think that's pretty well-written comedy. Yeah. Um but yeah, the crazy thing about Ugly Sonic is he's like a pretty like you see him a lot. He's important to the story. He right, he shows up once and you're like, "What? This is ridiculous." What is he doing here? But they keep their callback jokes mm-hmm. and he shows up again later yep. like when you don't expect him to and I read one post that was like, man, what a time to be a Sonic fan. Not only did we get CGI so bad mm-hmm. that that it, the design was redone, mm-hmm. the first movie was incredible, we're on the cusp of a really great trilogy, mm-hmm. and now we have a separate new character based on the first bad design.
1: Right, so everybody gets <laughs> everything they wanted. Because people talk about it all the time, yeah. they would love to see an original cut of that ugly Sonic. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I don't know if we'll ever see it, but now we have Ugly
0: Sonic in motion, right?
1: And he does have a a couple changes, yeah. I imagine from w- what we saw in
0: the trailer and stuff, right. but he's still Ugly Sonic. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I saw a post with them side by side, and it was like uh, I forget what it said. It was something like, "How does new ugly? How does Ugly Sonic somehow make the first Ugly Sonic cute?
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he's so ugly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's so great. Um, yeah, I mean my favorite." I think my favorite moment of the movie, Mm -hmm. um, and this, this should give you a taste of the type of humor that's in it too. Um, along the lines of like Chip and Dale are animated differently and they explain to you why, Mm -hmm. like it's very, very aware. Um, obviously that's like what the whole movie is based on is this awareness um and they go to i forget exactly what they call it like the valley
1: or something oh the um uncanny valley
0: the, yes yeah yeah mm-hmm. that's right they call it the uncanny valley and um i think it's dale who oh also andy sandberg and john mulaney yeah are so good I, still weird to me yeah? I, I thought they did a great job but like i just love them
1: I'd working rather together. Them, yeah. Yeah. I think them working together is good. I, I think I'd rather have the high-pitched voice. No way. I think I would. Just because
0: that's how I know the characters. That, you know? Okay. But that lends to their, like, being actors. Right, you know? right. Like, that they were...
1: It, tot- it worked to the story and everything. I just but know But you'd them. rather have... Yeah, because... I don't know. Their voices just sound too, like... Human, I guess. Yeah,
0: that's I mean that's a fair point. You know those voices, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, Seth Rogan's in it. Ton mm-hmm. of ton of great talent in this movie. Yeah, the Seth Rogan reference was super funny. That like, was amazing. When they all showed up, yes. all the, oh, it was so such good. a cool moment. But yeah,
1: just all over the place. But uh, you were saying about the Uncanny so Valley. So the Uncanny
0: Valley, they mm-hmm. go there and Chip is like, What is this place? Chip was Andy Sandberg, dude.
1: The whole movie I thought for my whole life i thought the one that wears the uh, the hawaiian shirt is is dale is chip but that's
0: dale that's right that's dale i i don't know why my whole life i thought he was chip rage said the same thing because Mm -hmm. chip sounds like more of like a fun loving crazy guy but it's not so
1: andy was dale which is hawaiian shirt yes right okay Okay. that's so funny (laughs) yeah
0: um so dale is like what is this place and chip's like do you remember that animation style in the early 2000s where everything looked close to human, but also something was off. Mm-hmm. This is where they all go. <laughs> <laughs> and the the jokes that are played through animation oh, there, like Seth Rogen plays, primarily plays this... Um, this character who was fully that animation style, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the Robert Zemeckis um, Beowulf. Beowulf, yep. yeah, exactly. That's, that's
1: who I thought it was. A, but I, I was like, I don't
0: recognize this character. Yeah, I think he's just an original character. Yeah, f- for the, I think because there's
1: some like the the polar bear. I had no idea that was the Coke polar bear.
0: Oh, is that what it was?
1: I, I guess that's the intention. Anyways, I, I don't really know. Tell. But I there there are times where there are original characters, and you like don't know.
0: I wonder if that was a character from Beowulf then.
1: I think it... I mean, it totally looked like it. Yeah, because everyone but Seth else... Seth Rogen, I don't think, voiced a character in Beowulf. No, but it
0: wouldn't have to be. Ah, uh, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to look that up. I didn't think about it because everyone else was a character that yeah. you know. So he must have been. But, you know, he comes out and they're like, are you looking at us? And he's like, yeah, I'm looking right at you. And he's like, are you at us? <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> you just can't tell where they're looking. Yeah. And it's like,
1: that's... And they get on top
0: of each other to like... To make to sure they're in the <laughs> line <laughs> right of sight. Dude, it's so good. So, yeah, yeah I, it's just so much fun mm-hmm. if if you're a fan of like cartoons and animation and great family movie with a lot of yeah, jokes for everybody for everybody yeah mm-hmm. there were some I I had to like explain to the kids like the Seth Rogen all those cameos yeah. they were like what and I was like okay so let me explain to you mm-hmm. this actor has done all these characters all these voices yeah so yeah. cool um the the Paw Patrol joke was yep. great um yeah <laughs> the so, fact that a uh, gadget and zipper got
1: together the oh
0: my god. <laughs> Dude, that was
1: probably the funniest (laughs) moment for me where they pull out the picture. The family picture?
0: Dude. He's like, oh, they got pieces of all of them in there. Like, it was just so good. It's really, really good. I would
1: say, uh, before we close this off, my one gripe, my one complaint, uh, is I found it to not be uh, a Rescue Rangers movie. Like, they call Mm. it Rescue Rangers, but it it doesn't have much to do with Rescue Rangers. Like, it's got the team but i would prefer they just call it like chip and dale strikes back or mm. something like that like
0: I, I do think overall it's an odd property to do this with yeah you know cuz mm-hmm. like i don't know we're getting a lot of movies that are using references and um like universes mm-hmm. crossing and all that stuff for comedy yeah. and like it's i i wouldn't say it's getting old but it's like it's a trope that we're seeing a lot more now because mm-hmm. you want to see it in a, in a serious way. Like, can we cross these universes? Yeah. And then you, you are seeing it in movies for, for jokes. Mm-hmm. Um, or even just referencing properties like to, because Sonic's in my mind, like in Sonic two, when they reference, um, uh, oh shoot. Why can I never remember his name? I uh, love him so much too. The, the guy who voices Sonic and he plays, uh, uh, um, Oh my God, I can't remember his name either. Schwartz. It's something Schwartz. Um, um, Ben. Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Mm -hmm. I always want to say Adam for some reason. Adam Schwartz. I don't know. He looks like an Adam to me. Okay. But Ben Schwartz's (laughs) character in uh, Parks and Rec, Mm John Ralphio, um, they they reference that through his acting as Sonic. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so you see these cross-reference comedy things. There's no reason what happens in this movie had to be done through Mm Chippendale. So I kind of get what you mean. Like there's an aspect of it where there's a mystery and they got him involved in that. But it's not it's not like watching an animated, like full feature film version of the old cartoon or anything like <clears throat> that. Right, right. That's
1: so, so I, I, not that I wish they did that, but it would be cool if they also did that. Right. You know, cause what we got, I think is great. I, I enjoyed a lot. And um, yeah, the references, I mean, all over the place, it's, it's freaking crazy. Crazy. Um Yeah. I feel like the only thing they really missed was Sonic music. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>
0: My screensaver came up, which so, I just
1: heard. Doink, boop. I hope that picked up. I that hope would be so. really fun. That would be, It would be great. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they didn't have any Sonic music, and it was kind of you know
0: a failure on their part. What if they had ugly Sonic music, where it was like a well-known Sonic <laughs> song, but all the wrong chords. Yeah, all the instruments are like, <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, they could totally do that. Uh, I like how we talk about sonic music like it's a universally known thing that they could... Okay, that's fair. they understand. That's fair. But overall, Chippendale was excellent. Excellent. I would definitely... I don't even think Chippendale's in the title. I think it's just called Rescue Rangers. No, I think it's Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Let me look it up. Yeah, do it. But because I think that also struck me as odd is it's actually fully titled like the cartoon was. Uh, Rescue... Oh yeah, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yep, yep, yep. Which uh, like kind of backs your point that it's like not exactly what the cartoon was right you know what i mean because they could have just called it chip and dale that mm-hmm. would actually make more sense that would
1: right because it's it's them because
0: mm-hmm. they, they still
1: could have done the rescue rangers angle yeah without calling a rescue ranger right. but it doesn't it doesn't really detract
0: the only other thing i didn't mention yeah one moment that killed me mm-hmm. is chip is walking home with headphones on oh. and it's playing this like Disney music, you yep. know, like, oh, he's walking home. He takes off his headphones and it's well-known metal band Lamb of God <laughs> playing, which is, it's like a, a split second, yep. but it's so funny. So funny. funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was another weird, like, it's not a universe thing, but it's yeah. just like, I don't know, the humor... It a very specific type of humor throughout the entire movie. And yeah. that, that moment killed me. Yeah, Rachel that and I was, were crying laughing. Yeah,
1: that made me laugh too. Well, was I was like, good. what is he listening to? Yep, yeah,
0: that's the Lamb of God. Yep. Pretty great. Pretty great. Pretty great. Speaking of, yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, it's
1: up for debate. But, okay, now I know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, which one? <laughs> which one are we going? So. A popular Marvel movie came out. Yes, sir. Uh and we are we are pretty late to the party discussing it. Yep. Um, but not in a bad way. We just, no. you know, we let it simmer.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, you know, who knows if we're gonna go into spoilers or not? Probably not, but depending. I don't know, yeah. It's been it's been a good distance. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. Um we're talking about Doctor Strange
0: mom. Mom. Doctor Strange mom. It's technically Doctor Strange. In the in mom. The mom. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Uh-oh! Uh-oh! Um, so... In the Multiverse in of In the madness. Multiverse of Madness. It's a movie. <laughs> this movie was so... I feel like it's overall polarizing. Mm-hmm. It polarized me as a person. <laughs> you, yeah, out of all Marvel movies to ever exist, to ever yeah. come out, yeah.
1: this is, I think, specifically geared towards you.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I am the target audience.
1: Of the horror elements yeah, yeah. because of Sam Raimi. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just had every reason to be your favorite Marvel movie.
0: 100% was anticipating
1: that. Uh, and it. Did some stuff. It did. It did some stuff. Yep. It, and so it's uh, it's really, it's it's all on you. Because for me, I enjoy Sam Raimi. I yeah. enjoy Doctor Strange. I enjoy all these elements. Yeah. But it's not my essence. It's not your being. So for you, there was a lot riding on this. And Brett, you've seen it twice I've now. I've seen it twice, yeah. So your initial reaction was? Rough. rough. I, I had a hard time leaving that theater mm-hmm. happy. Wait, um, that's a crazy sentence to say.
0: Because, well... Not only is it my like intense love for Sam Raimi cuz mm-hmm. he's just he the man just does his thing yep. and I love how wacky he is and I think in a lot of ways like what he does is just it's still he always has like this DIY vibe about him and mm-hmm. um I I don't know I, I've just always loved Sam Raimi's work and on top of that the streak of Marvel successes. Like, Mm -hmm. I've loved every... I finished Moon Knight that morning before Mm -hmm. I went to see it, and I loved the last two episodes of Moon Knight so much. Yep. um, Which we still haven't talked about. We didn't talk Moon Knight? I can't even remember, man. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we'll have a long TV segment next week or something. Uh, But yeah, so I'm on this, you know, 15-year Marvel high or whatever. Because
1: seriously, like, movie after movie, I have not left one of those disappointed.
0: Yeah. Or... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, the hardest time I've had was after the first time I saw Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And I still maintain that that movie's pretty weird. Yeah. Um, but I get it as a, now I understand uh, Shane Black as a director who did um, The Nice Guys. Mm-hmm. And if it kind of took that context for me to get it. And I feel like this is actually the most similar thing where I feel like you really need some Raimi context to understand this movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that was the hardest one for me mm-hmm. uh and that was what phase 2 yeah yeah jeez yeah uh yeah cuz we uh, got two ironmans in phase 1 right yeah um so that one and i know a lot of people didn't like what like what are your least favorite movies from the mcu prior to going into this one
1: uh black widow for sure oh right that right. so i mean to say that we weren't disappointed i was disappointed in black widow but mm-hmm. that also i forget about it. like i yeah, I don't even consider it a movie. Um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> no, it, it's got fine moments. Uh, that uh, Thor: Dark World, mm-hmm. but I gotta revisit it. I gotta, I gotta give it a fair shake again because yeah. it is. It's easy for me to say that, and I need, I need to see it again. Sure. Um, I felt like, and it's kind of a weird one to say. I enjoyed Thor: Ragnarok a lot, mm. but I left the theater not as impressed as I have been with other Marvel movies. Okay, just because I felt like the tone is all over the place. Like, like if you look at the trilogy of Thor movies, sure. I don't know what the tone is. They're trying to go for like, it jumps from serious to like kind of dark to comedy. And I don't know. I just like, yeah. Thor never really hit me as strong as other things. Ragnarok is great. Yeah. But I also just didn't vibe with it too much. See,
0: I have a very unique perspective of Thor because Mm -hmm. what you just said, I've heard other people, I, most people I know love Ragnarok, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people I know don't like the dark world. Like, Mm -hmm. or, just Dark World? I, uh, forget. I forget. The if, Dark World, I think. Is it The? Thor, The Dark World. I have a thing about the thes. The I don't the know th- if they're there or yeah, not. You it know? should be there. Um, a lot of people just don't like Dark World and mm. also didn't care for the original Thor as much as I did. I mm. love that movie. And <clears throat> I think his progression... Now, of course, um, it was Taika Waititi who did... Ragnarok, yep. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie has a tone all its own throughout the entire MCU, mm-hmm. other than maybe like it's comparable to... Uh, 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 Incredible uh, Hulk. Guardians. Ah, close. Um, <clears throat> almost the exact same movie. <laughs> but I think if you look at Thor, like there's comedy in the first Thor that I really liked that mm-hmm. is this whole like, well, I'm a stranger to Earth kind of thing that I think works pretty well. Mm-hmm. The This drink, I like it. Yep like one of my favorite moments it's so funny cat denning's character brings a lot of comedy to Mm -hmm. it um and then dark world definitely has you know things come down uh and it's it's a darker that feels dumb i wish i could think of it it's a more like somber atmosphere and stuff yeah but i think a lot of cool stuff happens with him and loki Mm -hmm. in that movie and i really liked the dark elves i thought they were cool but um so, like, the mood comes down a little bit, but I feel like Thor still has this sort of, like, um, uh, like whimsical comedy about him. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't feel completely out of place to me by the time we get to Ragnarok. Because, yeah. obviously, he has other appearances since then in, mm-hmm. like, Avengers movies and stuff like that. Right. So, to me, his progression makes a lot of sense but I also get, like, Ragnarok has such a crazy tone mm-hmm. um, compared to all the other ones. Uh, but uh, it's such a fun movie. It is,
1: it's wicked fun. I just yeah. I just remember my experience leaving the theater. I was like, that was not what I expected. Yeah, sure. Um, so maybe it kind of threw me off. But
0: <clears throat> That's fair. Mm-hmm. So we do have movies that, like, we felt didn't quite hit the, the mark. And my mm-hmm. main point is we have these expectations, at least I do, mm-hmm. for the MCU where I'm like, man, I'm like... Scared that things are going to drop off at some point. Yeah. But they haven't yet for me. Mm-hmm. There were some things I was underwhelmed with. Like there were moments throughout the Hawkeye show where I was like, eh, I kind of wish this was holding my attention a little bit more strongly. Yeah. But overall, it was a fun experience and mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, with Doctor Strange, I felt like for the first, m- in my first viewing, in the first like hour, mm-hmm. there was nothing that was like, Striking, yeah. I wasn't like
1: there. There is one moment, um, the, uh, the the reveal of the villain. Um, yes, that's within the first hour. Yes, and I feel like that was great. Yeah, um, but I, I really liked that moment. I totally agree with you. I feel like it. Everything that happens doesn't feel not that it doesn't feel necessary, but I just don't feel the gravity of it. Right. Like I don't care about what's happening to everything. Right.
0: Just I. I'm just ready for, like things to move on, yes. Mm-hmm. Um and eventually, now, because of that, I, I hit a moment where I was like not fully engaging because i was I had this creeping notion of disappointment. Mm-hmm. And i it was also kind of a confusing watching experience for me because I saw with Rachel <clears throat> and like eight of my friends who a couple of them do, but not all of them have, like, a really strong, Raimi sense mm-hmm. like they they you know not like Big Evil Dead fans or anything like yeah. that familiar with the original Spider-Man movies um but yeah like so I'm looking for the Raimi details mm-hmm. they are like some of them and even people in the theater are like laughing at moments that I'm like I don't know if this is a laughing point mm-hmm. um and Rach at one point was like is it just me or is this like dragging a little bit and I was like shoot other people that like confirmed what I was feeling know, yeah. I was like yeah it is a little bit um and then, you know, things escalate and there were moments that I really wanted to like love, but mm-hmm. I was like, I'm on the fence at this point because I'm not really sure how I'm feeling about this whole movie. Yep. There are some ramey near the end that I think are so, so cool. Mm-hmm. And then they slip into like campy in a way that I normally appreciate but felt a little bit out of context.
1: It may. It, I don't think it works as well in a Marvel movie because yeah. you expect consistent quality. Sure. And, and campy works in a movie where um, I think it needs to be present the whole time. Right. And if you throw in campiness like halfway through a movie and, and make it like happen a bunch, it, it feels so uh, all over the place.
0: Yeah. And and I think some what, what did work was campy in concept, mm-hmm. but in execution... Uh or let me say this the campy concepts work, but in the way they were executed were too campy to watch. Mm-hmm. So that's what took you out. Like there's a zombie version of a character in this movie that I think most people are familiar with, but yeah. just in case you're not. Um the v- watching that character and the way that they moved mm-hmm. and spoke is what took me out. Mm-hmm. Them existing I thought was sick yeah and felt, the design looked dope felt Ramy all the way right mm-hmm. but the movement and the delivery and watching them talk I was like oh that's taking me out a little bit in concept but, I was w- with it would
1: you say that's also Ramy doing that? You I think? think so. Cause it, that feels like evil dead to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I, and I think so. And that's, which is funny to say it feels cause it's not like we're actually touching it, but just like as, a, no, like, but it does. <laughs> you're,
0: yeah. You're like, you could almost transfer the, and, and those comparisons are coming out like crazy. Like mm-hmm. this is Marvel's evil dead. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. It's evil dead in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, but it bums me out to say like, that's definitely Raimi. And that's definitely what, cause I'm such a Raimi fan. I yeah. want to be like, this is why he should be making these movies. Um, and, but the concepts being him too, and I should say, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, there are, I mean, 30 to 40 minutes in the middle of this movie that mm-hmm. are a horror movie. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, that's definitely the best part of the whole movie. Easily. Mm-hmm. There's a moment where... Um, or best chunk of the movie, I guess. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I loved that, I think. And, and, and I should jump over to my second watch. Some things were still difficult for me. There's this one scene, the music scene, that if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you will when you see it. Mm -hmm. It's so overt that I'm like, this to me is Raimi brilliance, Mm -hmm. and I'm having a hard time really accepting it because the context isn't there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's essentially a fight that is completely accented and takes place with music notes. Mm -hmm. And if there was a precedent to that, if the two characters who are fighting... Are using a bunch of inanimate objects to fight each other prior to that happening, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been so dope. Yeah. But because it feels like it kind of comes out of nowhere, it's like I have a hard time accepting it. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah, I get that. It's, it's, I have the perspective that Doctor Strange is like the Green Lantern of Marvel. Yes. Where, where he fights with imagination. Yes. And whatever he can think of works. So in that context of the music battle, I think that's him thinking of a creative way to fight right however i'm with you it doesn't necessarily make sense like he could have opened up a portal and had a giant monster come out or something like there there's a million different ways that fight could have gone and it seems weird that he would focus on the music instead of doing other things I,
0: yeah i mean i i didn't even have a problem with that because he gets knocked into a piano mm-hmm. and then it kind of the idea sparks yeah but how much cooler would that scene be if because they're fighting each other and their power so equivalent mm-hmm. they start like almost frantically looking around the room and, like, surprising each other with weird things, yeah. and then it culminates to the music scene. That That's a much better way to do it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. instead, like, there are... We're used to seeing him fight with, like, the rings and opening portals and all this stuff. Yeah. And it makes sense that in this fight, things would have to switch up a little bit mm-hmm. because their powers are so equal. But it just feels like, oh, all of a sudden, he's getting super imaginative because you don't see him throughout the movie like, I don't know, you. I don't know why this... I don't know how, what year I'm living in or why this popped in my head, but if he sees like a coat rack yeah. and then he like, you know, made <laughs> it. still exists. I don't even know. Like, what am I talking about? But instead of it being like a stiff pole, he made it like malleable and mm-hmm. twisted it around someone. Like if he was doing weird stuff like that, yeah. that scene would land better. But I, so it was the, con. that's what I mean by like the campy concepts. Mm-hmm. I, I love those. Yeah. Like think of something crazy and do that. Mm-hmm. That to me is art. But it didn't all land in practice. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I respect the hell out of this movie because I love, and it's not just like my undying love for Raimi, but yeah. it's like, who does this? Mm-hmm. Who does what happened in this movie? No, no one's done it. And in the MCU. Right. Uh, the biggest like thing in the world right now. It's the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> to, to end it off, Brett loves this movie. Um, the other thing, and I'll, I'll let you take this away. Cause I think, I think we agree on this point. Mm-hmm. A big negative for me mm-hmm. or something that slowly kind of like pulled some of the life out of it is we have at least, at least two, mm-hmm. but th- also more incredibly powerful and present MCU characters that we've been with for a long time. Yes. A big focus of this movie is newly introduced America Chavez. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of weak. She's rough. As a character. She's, she's,
1: yeah. And, and you said it best when we talked about it after, she's like a Disney character mm. from like a live action Disney show. Right. They grabbed her and put her on a Marvel movie, a huge Marvel movie. Massive, yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know if that falls on the actress. I don't know if that falls on the direction, um, but her performance is just like, not Great,
0: no, not great.
1: She she didn't pull me out of it too much, yep. but like the more the more I think about it, uh, she is just kind of like annoying, I
0: guess. Yeah. Well, I feel like every scene that focuses on her mm-hmm. feels kind of shoved in. Yeah. And there's a whole segment where you can tell it's crafted to build relationship between Strange and America, mm-hmm. um, but for me, it just feels like it. I don't know. It's not. It doesn't feel really connecting for them Mm -hmm. um it just feels like oh this is the scene where they hang out for a minute and yeah yeah i don't know so that uh, and you know to be fair on my second viewing i was really analyzing because i'm like what the hell do i feel about this movie and that's what i realized is she does feel every scene with her trying to build story around her feels more like a disney movie Mm -hmm. um and and so the whole tone shifts there and feels cheesy in a different way yeah um there are some insane... Do you think... So insane cameos in this movie. Yes. Um, in pretty much every way you can think. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that the cameos we got mean that we're going to get those versions of those characters in the actual MCU in the future?
1: I think one of them we will. Okay. I, don't, I don't think... Um... At least the two big ones. There, yeah. there were there were a couple cool ones, but the two biggest ones. Which, yeah. if you've seen it, I guess, I guess you know. One of them, I think for sure. I think I think that's a hint to what what's to come. Yeah, the other one being the. How do I say it? <laughs> <laughs> the the classic one sure (laughs) Um, that's a good way to put it yeah i don't think we'll be seeing them again i i think it was just like a cool uh, and that's that's a big thing about this movie is i feel like a lot of us went in expecting it to bridge the gap between all of the all of the all of the things that marvel that's thrown in the air right now the mutants the fantastic four all that stuff and it it did it but like they dipped one toe in the water. Yes. Like it, it was very, very just right. a tiny, tiny little bridge right. that can get one foot on. Like I don't know how to like think as of far, a symbol
0: for it, but well, as far as or a metaphor, yeah, no, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I I guess the way I've been saying it is because um, you're exactly right. I, whether we whether you voiced it or not, you went into this movie if you're a Marvel fan thinking about how big the impact on the multiverse was going to be, especially a- after Spider-Man. Yeah,
1: and I don't know. I feel like we all. And I don't know if it was part of the marketing, but we just all heard that Doctor Strange was going to be the big one. Right, Like, Spider-Man was big in its own regard just for everything it did, Yeah, but this felt like it was, like, the the movie that changes everything. Right. And I don't think
0: it did that. It feels very Mm self-contained. It feels like it barely impacts anything in the MCU to me. Um, Yeah, there are big moments with characters, mm -hmm. but there aren't big
1: universe-changing things that we haven't already seen.
0: Right. And unless, you know, I will take... If they're saying this changes everything, Mm -hmm. then I like to imagine that the multiversal stuff we saw in this implies that anything goes in the future. You know what I mean? Like, maybe this changes everything because the cameos we got are full introductions, and Mm -hmm. it it does mean more than we realize. But it feels really contained, especially because you really only see three... Universes, yeah, and mm. they're all New York. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like,
1: they're- like, not to spoil anything, but it's as far as like multiverse of madness. Yeah, y- the multiverse aspect is barely used. The there- madness aspect, yeah, <laughs> is there. Yeah, there is one like cool part where we see a bunch of multiverses. Oh, that was so cool. Um, but they like it's seconds. It's seconds in between yep. each one, so it's like you don't get to fully enjoy all these different universes. Right. Um, so it just feels like. It, it had a ton of, like, expectations and buildup, yeah. and it didn't deliver on most, at least for me. Sure, yeah. Um, what was good was really good. Yeah. Like you said, the 40 minutes in the middle being horror and mm-hmm. stuff, like, that that whole segment was awesome. Yeah. Because they did a lot of crazy things. Right. And, and because there's multiverse, you can do things that you can't get away with in like the normal- Right. The normal Which is universe. Cool. Um, so uh, it, it, it's it's there, but to me, like ultimately it lands at like a 6.5-ish okay. out yeah. of 10.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, um, there was actually a third cameo that I would like to see more of, but I don't think we're gonna. Uh, that I would say was like, I didn't expect, but one that we've seen before. Yep. But not in this way. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see that character more. Yeah, that was sick. Um, but yeah, I I don't even know what rating I would give it. I I will say like I a lot of the negatives stand out because they were very unexpected for me, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Um, I think the Marvel comedy and like banter mm-hmm. is only present for like fifteen minutes, which is a bummer too.
1: Yeah, I uh, I think. I think I said it when we ini- initially like finished our viewing, uh, it felt like more of a DC movie than it did a Marvel mm, movie. Yeah. With, with just the tone and stuff. Mm,
0: I could see that, mm. yeah. Um, but I will say there are some extreme highlights. The, the villain performance, mm-hmm. everything that is performed yeah. by that, performer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like people know at this point, but I don't know, because it, it was a reveal for me. Oh, I, yeah, I had no idea. At least to that degree. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, entirely. Yeah, I had no idea either. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reveal of the villain, um, that performance throughout, there's not a moment that that actor is on screen that is not impressive. Yeah, um, Agreed. And that character takes a transition at one point at sort of the beginning of the horror segment. And that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all great. There's an insanely cool monster fight at the beginning. Um, Shuma Yeah, that Love scene it. was dope. Yeah, uh, You saw him
1: in the trailer, so not a spoiler. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
0: there is, uh, in the, the middle section, also a moment with uh, Shuma Garoth uh, the violence is... I can't believe they got away with a PG-13, to yeah. be honest. That's
1: one of the big sticking points, is there's yeah. two scenes in particular that come to mind that are like, wow. Yeah,
0: my theater gasped mm-hmm. at... Because uh, I saw it on opening night. Yeah. And at the the one moment that we are definitely both talking about, yeah. uh, the whole theater went, whoa! Yeah. And I, d- I went, oh! Because yeah, I did uh, not see that coming. No, no way. And yeah. it's like
1: you see way more than you would expect to right. see. Um, so I, I I wasn't bothered by it. I mean, I've seen plenty of violent oh, yeah. stuff. so Just uh, surprising. Uh, just, I was like, yeah, for a Marvel movie. So right. do you think they'll try a horror aspect again? Or do you think this is like a one one-shot deal?
0: Um, so the thing is we're getting into that territory with the strangeness and the mystical. Yeah. Um, so Moon Knight, Mm -hmm. uh, had some like dark tones and creepy moments for sure. This movie, we're coming up to blade and like the black Knight and like that whole sort of arena. I would argue Eternals had some really heavy, like it wasn't horror or anything Mm -hmm. like that, but it just felt like heavy and, and, and I still really liked Eternals. You did, yeah. I did too. Yeah. Um. It felt like the stakes were really high, and mm-hmm. it was—I don't know—it had some dark tones to me. It just—it felt fresh, like yeah, because we're
1: so used to seeing like cameos and everything right. all the time, which works. But it was just cool to start with like a ton of new characters right. and introducing the world. I—I I mean, I'll defend it this day. I still, I really like. Oh it. yeah, I
0: love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think we might get some more of those elements. I mean, I want Blade to be scary. Yeah. Um. And I don't know how they. Do that well without it being relatively violent. Um yeah. Blade's a very violent character. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping we go that route. Um and I it's gonna sound funny. I forget if I said this to you, but I kinda wanna see another Raimi MCU movie. Like Yeah. I at, mean I don't know what he would do at this point. Like, I don't either, but I would love to see him do another... They've they've continued to have horror directors in the Doctor Strange sphere, because mm-hmm. prior to this, we've talked about it, but it was Scott Derrickson, mm-hmm. who did Sinister and uh, Exorcism of Emily Rose. He was supposed to do this one, but he, he I think I read a quote that said, like, he didn't feel like he could make the movie he wanted to mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, so. I heard that uh, creative differences, but you hear that a lot, so I do yeah. um, And I mean, it's funny that, like... There were creative differences problems, but they gave Raimi the movie because right. this feels like a Raimi movie, so mm-hmm. where was I'm very curious where the disconnect was. There. Yeah, what, what at what point did they tell him? No, you can't do right. that, like, and I think Derrickson was still listed as a producer, but mm-hmm. um, so I don't know what else he would do, but I, I would love, I would honestly, I would watch another Raimi Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. I will watch this movie again, there's a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. so you know, see it. I, I would have marked it a disappointment when I left the theater the first time. Mm-hmm. There are still some disappointing things about it, um, but I am hoping to answer your question that we see some, some more horror elements. And... A lot of people really loved this movie, mm-hmm. really loved the departure from the standard MCU. Yeah. Um, and for that, I am kind of excited because mm-hmm. I do like to see that, you know, 20-something movies in, we can still get something completely unexpected. Right. Yeah. Which I think Eternals was too. Mm-hmm. I think that's why that felt but so that different But
1: that one didn't land as hard. I think a lot of people didn't like that. It
0: didn't, which is kind of funny because mm-hmm. that feels like... That movie feels like a film to me. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that feels that's like,
1: like that's like Dune, like a sci-fi epic. Yeah, that, that
0: people who aren't into Marvel would go and see. But this movie is getting way more traction in the mm-hmm. public than than I feel like Eternals did. Yeah, which is odd. I don't know. Um, very strange to see how people react to different movies, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, dude. Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, and the mom, and the, in the mom, Brett, in the mom. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said and the mom, and the mom, and the mom. I'd watch that movie too. <laughs> just a mom. Just, just I'm Doctor Strange's mother. mom. <laughs> Are we staying on the uh, multiversal tip? Yeah, I think we should go on the uh, the
1: opposite end of the multiverse spectrum. Yes, uh, because both of us have witnessed a film. Yeah, I think witness is the correct word. Because absolutely, this, this is like a moment in history that yeah. we don't just watch we no. are we are we are simple minded folk just experiencing just experiencing yeah. being part of it. Brett, what movie did we see? A24's fours
0: mm-hmm.
1: Everything everywhere all at once. And it certainly was everything everywhere all at once.
0: I said earlier that I've never seen a movie with less rules mm-hmm. than Chippendale. Yeah. I may have misspoken.
1: <laughs> a, you found one that goes a little more off the rails. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. It, where do you start with this movie? So, I this is one that I... Everyone says, you know, learn as little as you can about this movie before mm-hmm. seeing it. Yeah. And I back that. Yeah. Um, it is... Everything you're reading about, like I, I kept seeing two people, uh, our friend Nick and mm-hmm. our friend Eric, told me that like it's probably their favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And Nick specifically said, like, I've prior to seeing this, I couldn't tell you what my favorite movie was. Mm-hmm. This is it. And hearing people say that, like, people whose opinions I trust, be like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Articles coming out, being like, and even it's like it's rollout where mm-hmm. it's at first you couldn't see it. The, I would yes. have had to drive like an hour to Cambridge mass mm-hmm. to see it in a small theater. Now it's playing in theaters all over me because the popularity all around me <laughs> <laughs> theaters all over me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it, the popularity is just growing. Yeah. It's, um, it is, you can't really avoid this. Cause after Dr. Strange came out, everyone was like, this is the multiverse movie you need to see. Yeah. um, I don't know man I'm literally having a hard time describing it. It's
1: it's one of those things where it is so surprising mm-hmm. with what both what direction it goes in yep. and what happens and like and and it's so funny because I feel like there's so much um, like Asian cinema and, and stuff that comes from um, Korea and Japan and mm. that we don't see yeah. that are totally this caliber of greatness. Like sure. Parasite was oh, another yeah. one that was freaking... Parasite was incredible. And I, I think there's a lot of those out there that just don't get the traction because people don't watch it. Yeah. Uh, or like, you know, you just don't hear about it. Right. Uh, but yeah, this movie was just like... It truly is everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so essentially to give a, a brief overview, because mm-hmm. I really, I really don't want to say too much, yeah. but. Um,
1: you can get away with a pretty basic explanation. Yeah.
0: Uh, it opens up, you meet a family who uh, runs a laundromat um, and bro, it escalates so quickly. <laughs> <does>. I literally <laughs> don't even know like where to go from there.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. She, she uh, we follow the main character. She's the, uh, the mother in it's this Michelle family. Michelle Yeoh. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which I didn't know, she was in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um uh yeah. Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Did I do it backwards? No. No, I did it right. Um and yeah, so there's like a ton of well-known actors in it that uh who once again they star in a lot of Asian cinema. Um mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, essentially she is uh just living uh her her best life. I
0: forgot she was in Shang-Chi.
1: Oh yeah. Man,
0: she's all over so the place. So she's
1: in the MCU as well. Yeah, she, and she's already she started the what multiverse. a <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but yeah, so she's the 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 uh, the main head of the family. The matriarch. Yes. She keeps everything together. Uh, Even if everything's a mess, she's Mm -hmm. the one keeping it all together. So uh, they have to go and try to uh, defend, or uh, they they have an audit, right? Yeah. They're being audited for their uh, laundromat. So Mm -hmm. they had to go and uh, try to fix that.
0: Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Who is incredible. I had no idea she was in it. Me neither. And she uh, did great. (laughs) She's great. Mm -hmm. She was in it way more than I thought too. I thought she was going to be a cameo. Exactly. That's what I thought too. Nope.
1: Nope. So great. Uh, Yeah. This movie is just like, it's so hard to talk about something so good because like what else do i say but it's amazing it, it yeah. hits it hits the multiverse aspect mm-hmm. way better than than dr strange and yeah. just in general yeah like my mind is blown consistently through that movie with the multiverses they go to yeah with how they interact with each other yes with how it's all connected mm-hmm. um it's a super cool crazy concept yeah that at first is like They spend a lot of time explaining it, I
0: feel like, but they need to because you're like, wait, how does this work? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing about this movie is like, so when they go, uh, they go to meet the auditor played Mm -hmm. by Jamie Lee Curtis. And that's when things start getting weird. Mm -hmm. And Michelle Yeoh's character uh, starts, starts learning about what's going on around her. Mm -hmm. Um, And things start escalating there, the movie never stops escalating. That's That's how I felt. That's why I would say that this movie is so good Mm -hmm. is it never starts escalating and when you think you've seen... Never stops escalating. Yeah. You said never starts. I did? (laughs) Yeah. That is the opposite. I know. I just wanted to be clear. Thank you. (laughs) That's an important one. Yeah. Um, Never stops escalating and when you think you've seen all aspects of what they're going to do with the Mm -hmm. multiversal elements, something new is introduced. Yep. Um, not only that, but there are emotional aspects to this story mm-hmm. that you don't even realize you're invested in until they're blatantly shown to you. Yep. and you it hits you like a truck. Yeah. Like it's literally, I I teared up multiple times, and it's funny because uh, I had I had heard that it gets emotional, mm-hmm. but I. There were a couple moments where I was like, I don't know where the emotional, like I'm invested and I I can see some aspects, Mm -hmm. but dude, when it hits, it hits. I don't know if that was your experience, but I was
1: like, no, I mean, they're building up this relationship between her and her different parts of the family yeah, and they all have different dynamics. Right.
0: That's the thing. It's not even only one relationship. Yeah. It's, and you don't realize what you're seeing is doing what it's doing to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Until it happens. the moment where like.
1: Uh, you know, it, it splits the movie into multiple chapters. It's everything, everywhere, and all at once. Right. And so once you get to all at once, mm-hmm. you're like,
0: oh! Yeah. It's yeah. like
1: mind shattering. Absolutely. You d- and like you said, you do not know what it's building up to nope. until it happens. Right. And it's so
0: cool because you don't expect it. Right. And and the dynamic of the film, too, is so incredible because it'll go to a universe that is completely... It'll, it'll take you from absolute insanity yep. to dead silence. Mm-hmm. And you stay there for a minute. And some of the things you see too, because it's so multiversal, is um, you think you're just going to visit it briefly, mm-hmm. but it comes back later and it matters. Right. It's like, important. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, there's one that's that's blatantly played for comedy. Yes. And it's ridiculous. So fun. And uncomfortable to watch. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, somehow it's used later to make you feel emotional. Yep. And I'm like, how did they do this to me? It's, and it's, it's a, uh, I think two and a half hours. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's solid amount of time. Yeah. And it's like the, I only bring that up to say like the fact that it complete, like it continues to build on itself mm-hmm. and you're getting incredible, um, incredible cinematography, yep. incredible martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, Which the, I didn't expect, I didn't like, Think there was going. To, I thought there'd
1: be action, maybe, but not like not martial to arts. that degree. Yeah, dude. Yeah.
0: The first scene, dude, it's freaking ridiculous. Like the first, the first martial arts scene. Yeah, I, I don't want anybody watching it and being like, this first scene is them talking. <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, it, it just never stops surprising you. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It's there's no genre that captures what this movie is, no, it's, which I think is why people are having a hard time saying. Everyone I talked to was like, "Just see it." Yeah. I can't, I can't explain it to you.
1: Is that weird that there's a movie out there that like everyone recommends seeing but can't tell you why? Like, I feel like it happens for sure, but <sighs> yeah, um, it just seems like one that like everyone will collectively see and mm-hmm. then talk about. Like, we had to yeah. wait for everybody to see it, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: I because you have to talk about the individual aspects to really dig into it, mm-hmm. um, and there are a couple like a couple of just film things mm-hmm. that are so mind-boggling mm-hmm. like there's this one sequence that every scene you see i mean it's probably it's got to be single frame shots yep. and it and every shot is completely extravagant in setting and costume and makeup mm-hmm. And it probably happens for 30 to 40 seconds, yeah. maybe longer. And, and and I would say each picture
1: doesn't even last like a full second. Like yeah. it's, it's like almost. No, absolutely like not. Like milliseconds. Yeah. So you got to think like, like you said, from a film perspective, they would have to set up at a minimum, like, God, there had to be over 200 different shots. Yeah. So 200 different costumes and headshots of what we're seeing here. And I just like... Can't
0: imagine how long that took to do. Maybe it was only like 15 seconds. Cause I'm counting in my head. It now. was a
1: long time. Like it I, I seriously was like, wow, it's still going and on.
0: Each one, I mean, literally had to be like a single frame. Yeah. It's I, would, just I would say probably
1: like 30 seconds. At least like it yeah. felt really long, but realistically, 30 seconds is long when you're seeing the same thing.
0: Especially because it's oh yeah. It's just crazy. So mm-hmm. there are things like that. There's no aspect of it that's really not enticing. I yep. mean, yeah, the it, the action's incredible, the acting is incredible, the cinematography, some of the choices they make, it's just so well done. And I don't understand how, like, studios and stuff work. Why, why, what does A24 do? I think they're
1: a distributor. I think they find these movies and just release them. Like, they, they invest money to put it in theaters and stuff. Because I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't, they're not the ones making the movies, I don't think. Do they
0: fund them? potentially Edward probably knows someone someone's gotta know yeah like I'm sure know. I could look it up yeah but like I've looked up a couple things I was on A24's website the other mm-hmm. day and it's just like how do you get to that point where you see because like A24 when you see them
1: like I think oh I'm in for something cool right like, exactly it's a crazy horror movie yeah. or a dark twisted yeah. story or this one
0: and I get how how because this is very different than like Midsummer, yeah right yeah but they both have a same the same atmosphere about them, mm-hmm. but different directors, different writers. Yep. It almost feels like indie in a way, but not like Yeah, it's cheap. like high tier independent. Yeah. Like it's absolutely like has that that feel about it. And I get how brands like I understand how a, a record label works. Maybe it's similar to that where mm-hmm. like they find an artist they really care about. They fund their recording and everything like yeah. that. Um so maybe that's how it works—is funding projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I—I I don't know. It's—it's um, it's just crazy the brand that they've built and the loyalty they've built. Because I get excited whenever I see their name on yeah. something. Um, and I think they've put out, like they just put out men as well. I think that's a twenty-four. Yeah, I think so. And th- I mean, uh, yeah. So there's just a bunch of their projects coming out, and I feel like their momentum just is. Is unstoppable, yeah. especially with movies like this. You yeah, because
1: even if they come out with movies that aren't great, they I feel like they have so many. Yeah, that like you know we probably miss some too.
0: Um, you know what's funny? What this year they put out X and they put out Men. <gasps> X and Men. Are, do you have any interest in seeing X? Yes, you do. Yeah,
1: yeah, because that's uh for anybody who doesn't know that's like a, a style of like a 70s or 80s like porno. That, yeah, they're trying to make a porno. That's the movie, but with a slasher oh, aspect. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't really care about that aspect. Yeah.
1: Um, I, I don't lo- know how much it plays because that's the idea. Like, because it's X rated. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. 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 But I, it's, it's A24. Like, yeah.
0: now I feel weird being like, yeah. And you're like, it's a porn. <laughs> 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 it's like okay so, I mean it did it caught my attention because it's A24 yeah. and because it does have it has like a Texas chainsaw vibe about it yeah um, where it's like that gritty kind of 70s slasher mm-hmm. so I was curious about that um, but yeah that's right I forgot I think they like go into the woods to try to make
1: yeah like, I think it's a like a, fa- a farmhouse all yeah, a oh, farm yeah, yeah.
0: Um, um. so I was curious for that aspect yeah. but and yeah. no
1: I mean I, I'm not judging you for wanting to watch it no I know it's just <laughs> that progression
0: like are you interested yeah definitely yeah so anyone who doesn't know it's a porn <laughs> yes. um, A24 is first <laughs> so, uh, you set me up. I did <laughs> For uh, failure um, so, Would you say Yes uh, It's one of your favorite movies? That's hard It's it, one of the best I've seen in a long time Yeah, that's the
1: thing Like uh, it doesn't I don't know if it necessarily equates to my uh, To my favorite oh, It's probably up there But it definitely is like one of the the best yeah. That I've ever seen Yeah Um, Because it is just It hits every mark It,
0: it lives up to the hype did you recognize um, the the actor who played uh, what's his name? Is it Waymond? I think that's his name. Yeah, Waymond. Uh, I don't think I did, but he looked familiar. He sound familiar to you? Sound familiar. Who who? What does he voice? Who does he voice? He's uh, he's short round, and uh, no way. And uh, what's his name? Data and Goonies. Really? Yeah. What has he been in since that? I don't even know. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, what a good role for him to to nail. Yeah. Yeah, and he's great in it. Yeah. yeah. D- data, short round. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's apparently funny. he was... Oh, I, I, cool.
1: I remember looking through and being like, oh, man, all these people have been in stuff.
0: Because mm-hmm. he looked familiar, but I can't remember. Oh, he hasn't... Been in much? He was in something in... Finding Ohana, I don't know what that is. Oh,
1: you know what? I did read something that he retired from acting, but he came out of retirement to be in this movie.
0: Um, I forgot why, but... Yeah, it looks like he had a role in a movie called Second Time Around, Mm -hmm. um, and then Finding Ohana, which I don't know what that is, Mm -hmm. it looks like a Netflix movie, and then... Yeah, this one. It looks Jeez. like he was a fight coordinator for X Men, which is wild. That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Why? Huh? So, uh, yeah, I that I was like, is that him? But yeah, I haven't seen him in anything forever. But I recognize his. It was sort of his accent. Yeah, sounded familiar to me. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I also read, which was cool. Uh, just a fun factoid. It, while you're watching the movie, if you haven't seen it yet, um, I guess the the lead role was, um, I don't know if it was written for or their plan was to get Jackie Chan. Oh. But um, it didn't end up, uh, someone at some point, I know I'm, I'm butchering the information, but at some point, someone involved with the film was like, no, I think this needs to, I think because Jackie Chan couldn't do it mm-hmm. um, or there was some conflict there, they were like, no, I think this film has to focus on the wife. Mm-hmm. And that's when uh, Michelle Yeoh uh, ended up being the main character, yeah. which I think is amazing. Like,
1: Man, that is such a weird, like, that movie being with Jackie Chan would be nuts. yeah that would be, crazy. Be, it would be crazy and you think of the martial arts scenes yeah. and everything and cuz at this point i mean he's older but i think he still still obviously has it he still got it he still got it yeah. um but that would that would be very i'd like to see that right? and for him like that would be such a big movie too like it would oh, be, be so be crazy, cool yeah. for him to be in that
0: but i also like what we have yeah That's, oh yeah she, me too i also. i love michelle yo yeah. i think she's great mm-hmm. um i loved watching her in this i it's just because it's such a roller coaster of a movie Yeah. so seeing her in so many different like Almost so many different roles. It, oh, my God, just, yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Also, um, the actress who played her daughter, mm-hmm. I had never seen, but she was... She did really good. Uh, Stephanie Sue? hmm I could be pronouncing her last name incorrectly, but she was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, movie's so good. Uh, it's just
1: like... Uh, everything you're hearing about it is true. Go see it in the theaters. Go see it wherever you can.
0: I had a really funny experience. Mm-hmm. Uh went with Eric. Yeah. And we movie starts at 9.30. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went out to get some food before. Yep. Uh, we got there like at 9.30. So mm-hmm. you're thinking, theater times, you're good. Yeah. We walked in and the movie was already playing. Oh. And oh. we're like, what the heck? And yeah. he... He he looked a little panicked because he's seen it before, yep. and he's like, "You need to experience the whole thing," and I agree. Yeah, as a completionist, I'm like, I can't miss the first three minutes. Yeah, so it was really funny. Um, he's like, "You know what? I've already seen it. I'm going to go ask them if they can restart it." It was literally only us in the theater; oh. Nobody else was there. So we went out, and like, no previews. Isn't that weird? Yeah, you know. Are so, you
1: sure you got there exactly at nine thirty? Nine thirty,
0: dude. We because we pulled up, and I was like, yeah, we're a little late, but you know, it's fine." Right?
1: Usually, you have like a fifteen minute buffer. Totally. Nine thirty start time. Maybe because it's more.
0: I don't know. Weird, I, right? I yeah, I never got into a movie at that time yeah. and like been late for it. I wonder because nobody was there, they just started it. I don't know. I don't know. It almost seems but like they But did they re- wait. restart it? Yeah, so he goes out and I'm watching it and uh he told me the conversation afterwards, but um he basically went out and the kid working at the front desk, I guess, he he was like, "Hey man, the the movie already started. Could you uh restart that?" <laughs> what a way to start that. He's like And he I guess he was like uh Uh, what did he say first? I think he was like, well, because we had a conversation with him on the way in yeah." and he was like, well, you've already seen it, right? Um, So, and Eric was like, "Uh, okay, yeah, but uh, my buddy hasn't seen it yet so if you could just start it, maybe we could start it over. Is that possible? And the kid was like, well, um, the beginning just like establishes the characters. <laughs> it's,
1: it's like okay, okay,
0: the characters I'm about to watch for two right and a half now. hours. Is that all it does? Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah. Um, it took him a minute, but eventually he's like, "All right, I'll go talk to my manager," and they restarted it. But That's I just awesome. thought that, that conversation. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that movie's It's like yeah, fantastic. it's just the the most important part of the movie. Yeah. Oh, it just establishes you know the foundation for the story. Yeah, uh, it's no big deal. Yeah. I couldn't believe he fought him on it at right. all. I'm like, dude, it's uh, there's two people it's in the theater. Just, us. just start it over. <laughs> what else are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Man, that movie was awesome. Mm-hmm. Trying to see it again tonight. Good luck. I know. Good luck. I know. Good luck. I know. <laughs> it's actually very possible. It's just finding yeah. the right show times. You yeah, know? yeah.
1: Man. Man. I wonder what streaming platform is going to be on. I don't know. Sonic it's, 2's out. Sonic 2's out. Yep. Dude, they're they're going with the ugly Sonic, like the hype with ugly Sonic. Really? Well, that's what I think. Oh, like they dropped it right after. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like it's
0: so soon
1: from if, the movie. It does feel
0: quick. I was surprised because
1: yeah. it might still be in theaters.
0: Maybe not, Isn't but it? I don't know. I just it, think I can't, it can't can't have been out of theaters for very long. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So but, can't wait to watch it again. I might do a double feature: watch Sonic for a third time and then watch Sonic Two. Oh, they're yeah. both on Paramount. Paramount's got it going back to back, baby. Back to back. I, actually, I think Sonic's on a uh, Prime as well. Is it? Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely was. Yeah, I don't know if it still is, but I don't know. I don't know. I think this brings us to our final film. To our final film. Yeah, which We're, which gets its own introduction like this. In a world where few podcasts have the courage to take the plunge into insanity, two brothers, Brett and Tim will take on the list of doom. Nine films of debauchery, hilarity,
1: despair, and doom. Will they succeed?
0: Only time will tell. The list doesn't lie, and a great treasure lies to those who succeed. Hey guys, it's me, Brett. Uh, one quick aside here. Uh, I guess you would call this a trigger warning. The movie we're about to discuss deals heavily with um, abuse and rape. And uh, while we don't get super graphic about what goes on in the movie, uh, it is pretty heavily implied. So I meant to say something during the episode about this, but uh, it slipped my mind. So just to let you guys know um, in case that is something that is a trigger for anyone or um, is a sensitive subject for anyone. Uh, just, just a, a quick heads up. Again, we don't get super graphic, but uh, it, it's pretty easy to pick out what we're talking about here. Uh, that's it. Uh, feels weird to say this after that disclaimer, but enjoy the rest of the show. The list of doom continues. Doom and pain and suffering. For anyone who's been following closely, um, Close our lumps. our friend Edward Payson, uh, whom you can find on socials at an anti. Hero production with mm-hmm. underscores in between, at least on Instagram. Yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. Uh Filmmaker, director, uh, responsible for, um, um, oh, I always forget the full title. You can so just I'm say panicking. Rarity, Brett. Can I just say Rarity? Dude, if you type in Rarity, I'm going to do it right now. You rarity, type, video game collecting in the modern era.
1: You nailed it. but if you type in rarity it does come up yeah it's top so you can just say rarity but retro video game collecting hey look who look who's there we're the first you see yeah he
0: uh was kind enough to feature us in uh his documentary Mm -hmm. which is doing really well award-winning dude award-winning
1: we're award-winning now yeah we can say we're the award-winning podcast part of the
0: award (laughs) (laughs) no i don't think are are there (laughs) there's got to (laughs) be podcast awards we haven't won any well, we could do it. We can, what, what do you think they're called? A potties or a, the a potties or a casties? <laughs> it shouldn't be the potties. The potties. <laughs> that's very funny. Um, so yeah, he has tasked us with watching uh, these movies on this list of doom. I don't know how we got sucked into this.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, when it happened. He, he like recommended like one or two movies mm-hmm. and then he's like, nah, here's a whole list. Yeah. And here we are suffering through the list. I yeah. swear he's making a documentary about our reactions <laughs> to this. I'm, I'm convinced.
0: Maybe that's the, uh, the, the treasure at the end yeah, where he's going to be like, yeah, I've been recording all of this and yep. uh, I'm going to release a feature film. Yeah. Are, we're
1: the final movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so far, um, we have watched, uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons, yep. which was a short by Ari Aster, mm-hmm. um, who, uh, you will know, from, actually speaking of a 24, yep. did a 24 release hereditary? I, they got to right. They had, I mean, to. it feels like it. Well, I had to, and he wrote Midsummer. Yes. Um, So it was uh, a short Mm -hmm. um, by Ari Aster, and then we watched... Was Ricky O next? No, we watched one before that.
1: Yeah, we watched... um, Oh my God, what was it called? Hold on. I gotta pull it up now.
0: What happened in it? Um, Oh my God. I'm sure... Based on this list, I'm sure we can barely discuss it.
1: (laughs) Right, because... Well, then we talked about... um, serbian film we didn't watch
0: it no i think that's what i mean i it. it but you talked about um, it
1: um oh now i gotta find it we definitely saw something else we've had to right
0: i don't know uh, is there only well because we did have to we did skip a couple weeks yeah because we we didn't have enough time hmm. to talk about it
1: i don't have it in my notes
0: was rickio then i swear we watched one more but maybe not i don't know my point is there's been some ups and downs because <laughs> right? so.
1: rickio was fantastic or the story of ricky i guess
0: yeah. Um, um, that was
1: fantastic. I yeah. had a lot of fun with that. Tim
0: loved that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, was not a fan of The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Yep. <laughs> um, the Strange Thing? A Strange Thing? I'm having a hard time with titles and thes. Dude, who needs to say anything? I quit. Anymore? All right, thank you guys for listening on the head out. <laughs> uh, so this has been a roller coaster, and mm-hmm. this is, in fact, a list of doom, because I think the, the theme here, if I had to pick one, is movies that Oh, the Halloween special. The oh, WNUF. Oh, the, yeah, WNUF Halloween special. Dude, that special. felt so long wow, ago. Wow, it does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That does feel like a while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me look at the list. Let yeah, me see. What do we have left? We got, uh, let's see. So we have one, two, we have five left. Oh, wow. Okay. Um. So yes, we are, this is our fourth one then. Yes. Um. So definitely been a roller coaster. It seems, you know, as as that fantastic bumper states, mm-hmm. Uh, it's just oddities and strangeness. And, these are
1: movies that I feel like we we definitely, I don't think, would have watched without no. being aware of them. Which
0: is kind of the cool fun part. Like, these are things, you know, we're always interested. That's the whole concept here is, mm. you know, finding things or keeping up with things that, w- that we've... Uh, I guess keeping up isn't the term when you've missed it because you are not caught up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, catching up to things that we've we've missed or, yep. you know, underground stuff, we'll watch and play and and consume whatever. Mm-hmm. And these are things that would never be on my radar. Nope. Um, now, what comes along with that is I don't know who these movies are for. <laughs> right? Like I couldn't, um, I couldn't, like recommend <laughs> it, what we just watched
1: yes and that seems to be a running theme it's like right we've watched them but it's like if you really got to be like into the underground horror scene yeah like you have to enjoy or at least be able to handle dark themes yeah and, and messed up concepts yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which i don't know how we can do it because we seem pretty like normal <laughs> but, like, i would say we're relatively normal no but offense edward no 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 Ed, Ed, edward's it's it's cool to be like edward it's cool to be. <laughs> but i'm saying like i don't know i don't know maybe it's just because we're like analytical about it and and just kind of take it at what it is because like i feel like if i think of like any of my friends who saw this they would be like disturbed for days i do
0: i know i do have this funny like uh like i'm not surprised at all at what this list has been coming from Edward so far, especially because I know that he's... Not only is he in that world as a filmmaker, Mm -hmm. um, but he because of that and because he's in the the horror scene, Mm -hmm. he has, I imagine, you know, he has his eyes on that, um, I guess like that underground of uh, horror filmmaking. Mm -hmm. So he comes across these films and with so many... I don't know, I'm kind of curious where he... If he just discovered these along the way, but this one in particular felt like pretty underground. Like, I don't know where you would feel hear like from may, this movie. I feel like I may have
1: seen like the cover once or twice. Me too.
0: And I, I do read a lot of like, um, a lot of lists and I follow a lot of horror outlets. So some of these, like this one, definitely the title, I was like, I've definitely heard of that movie. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's stuff like that, but I know that he, um, you know, he tries to watch a lot of this stuff. So I'm not surprised that this list is coming from him. Yeah. But I did have this thought when I was watching it that I was like, how... Where did my tolerance come from? Yeah, for some of this stuff because I do sift out like um, watching this movie. I was like, "Ooh, this is uncomfortable." Yeah. Like I'm disturbed. Mm-hmm. I will never watch this movie. Again. Right, but I don't. It doesn't like affect yeah. me. Yeah, I'm totally with
1: you. I, it it leaves no like impression that I'm gonna have nightmares about the right. These like concepts. I
0: can I can turn it. I can. But turn I know away a ton
1: of people who would be like actively messed up I had that same thought it's like
0: I hope no one walks in right now (laughs) right
1: right. it's like to us it's fine so I mean I don't know we could thank mom for that because we watched a lot of horror (laughs) growing up Um, but she
0: would be mortified if she oh my god (laughs) yeah like this one you can't
1: even recommend to mom she loves horror Mm -hmm. um I don't know. Maybe it's just cause we're so like easygoing that this stuff like maybe it's disturbing, but at the same time I'm like, Meh. yeah, I almost feel like I've seen worse, but I don't know if I have,
0: <laughs> I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. I had like, I had the same, I'm like, okay, if I describe this movie in concept, if yeah. someone was like, what's this movie about? And I just said it, yeah. which we're gonna, in a minute. Yeah. I just feel like they'd be like, okay. All right. Why'd you watch it? buddy? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Weird. Anyways. Uh, the movie is called dead girl. Yes. Um, I knew pretty much nothing about it other than I had read the description, which is two high school students um, are in an abandoned asylum, mm-hmm. and they find uh, a woman tied up in the basement who cannot die. Mm-hmm. That's the only description. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty
1: accurate to the movie. Had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, hearing that description. Yes. I have assumptions about what is going to happen afterwards, mm-hmm. but I don't know to what degree that theme will be explored. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just me that had assumptions about what was going to happen with mm-hmm. two high school boys finding a woman in a basement. Maybe it's in conjunction with knowing what this list is supposed to be. Yes. Like, um, you know, Edward had to it as things that were either disturbing or mm-hmm. he just wants to hear our opinions on things like that um, or reactions to.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> How do we talk about it on the podcast? <laughs>
0: um you you look like you got thoughts. Here.
1: Uh no, I'm just thinking like it just it, it's I didn't have the preconceived notion that they would do what they did in this sure. movie. Um I'm more thought of like them doing uh more like Torturous things, yeah. Then... The
0: description being the woman can't die,
1: right? Right, so they would be more like interested, and then it would evolve into other things, but mm-hmm. it, they just went a different direction with it, yes. Uh, of a more uh sexual nature, if yes. you will. Um, um yeah. which is uh, it's it's something, yeah, it's something,
0: yeah. So I thought the con, yeah, so that's that's basically it. There's there's these uh, two friends, and they Um, when they discover the woman, Mm -hmm. that to me was actually a really cool moment. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, this is crazy in concept. Um, and the one friend immediately has these sort of nefarious intentions and ideas. Uh, and the other friend is like, dude, we got to get out of here. So right from that moment, I'm like, okay, they're going to go this route where like this, there's this tied up woman and the, the, the friend with the nefarious intentions, uh, quickly becomes obsessed with that idea, mm-hmm. and the rest of the movie is kind of built around that, um, and and those two friends being at odds. Now, the dis if if it, if it hasn't been implied already, what happens with the woman throughout the movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is what. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> essentially the friend with nefarious intentions follows through with the nefarious intentions mm-hmm. and revisits and ends up staying at this asylum, becoming obsessed, becoming obsessed mm-hmm. with this woman. Um, and that, uh, w- you know, word gets out in a way um, to a couple and, in, and a couple other uh, high school kids get involved with this. Mm-hmm. And, the thing that I was left with, and there are other aspects of the movie we'll talk about, but the thing that became the most disturbing to me throughout the movie, mm-hmm. uh, if that you know concept isn't disturbing enough, is that that's the only thing that happened throughout the whole movie with, mm-hmm. with this woman. I, I found myself wishing that that concept was introduced later. yeah, Because it is extremely interesting to find this body tied up and then realize that it's alive mm-hmm. and who knows how long they've been down there. Cause they're in this abandoned, like destroyed old asylum yep. and they find this body tied up and covered with plastic. Mm-hmm. And then she starts moving and like breathing seemingly. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that explored a little bit more. Yeah. I don't want to immediately jump to what does this high school boy do with like, uh, a naked, tied-up woman Mm -hmm. and have that be the whole movie. Yeah. I want to maybe later... After some other things Have been explored Like what do we do Is it incriminating Especially once they find out She can't die Right Like what does that Do to a person And I do like that They're high school kids Although some of the high school kids Look like they're 37 <laughs> They really do um, So that's pretty funny Yeah uh, But I want to see Some other things explored And I want to maybe See things escalate Yeah And maybe someone walks in On this dude Who's been a little off The whole time yeah. about it You can tell he's had some thoughts. Show his descent into madness Right You know build it up Because that 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 is would
1: be much a much more like shocking horror aspect, yeah. To have it revealed later on, that yeah, he's a freak, right? Um, but yeah, it's it's and I and I'm with you, I think they really should have built up on why she's there and what she's doing, and right. they do talk about it a little, but it's like a quick conversation, yeah. Like it's just like, oh, what if it was this, and then right, we're like, okay, I guess that's it, yeah. Um, so but the movie throughout is like. It's just, it's a tough watch. It's yeah. definitely like, not nothing that I'm like, once again, I'm not like horrifically disturbed the rest of my life for, but I'm like, okay, what else are we going to do? Where's it going to lead to?
0: Right. Yeah. Um. And the other thing about it too is like, now I don't know, I'm almost curious to read up if this movie was supposed to be a really strict statement mm-hmm. on on either like men or... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just felt so... Felt like a peer pressure ad. Like a really long, like... Yeah, it was...
1: Don't get peer pressure. What was
0: wild is like you have this crazy aspect of what's going on and these uh, high school boys abusing this woman Mm -hmm. and as other boys find out about it, they're so quickly interested to be a part of it Mm -hmm. or pressured into being a part of it. Yep. And that kind of like, I don't know, that felt off to me. I was like, man, I don't know. I feel like some of these, I don't know, some of these character profiles would not be so quick to to become a part of this, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, But I don't know. Is it a statement on high school peer pressure? It just felt, it felt kind of uh, thin in concept as people became, it felt like just, a, a way to get more people involved yeah. in what was going on, you know, um, from a story aspect, like right, how do right. we get more people to know about it and make it right, even crazier?
1: And it's not interesting with just the two of them. Like, yeah, cause they're so polar opposite of each other. So you need more people to make it more yeah. interesting. Right. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I was trying to think like, what else can we talk about? Because there isn't much else. <laughs> right. That's
0: pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean the other thing to discuss that pulled me out of it so <laughs> the two the two boys that you meet first mm-hmm. uh you're you're led to believe that these two grew up together yeah and I don't believe for a second that these dudes have known each other for like a week <laughs> right
1: <laughs> yeah they seem like it, they it feels more like they both uh, stumbled upon the body, and but they don't know each other, like, there's no right. good relationship built up between them.
0: Yeah, um, and I think because that relationship doesn't feel really strong, mm-hmm. which is partially due to maybe acting, maybe character setup, I don't know. Um, when things descend and they're on such different pages so quickly, mm-hmm. that feels less. Like emotional, too. Yeah. Um, it's just like crazy that one, if they're that close, mm-hmm. like imagine if you and I stumbled across a body. Oh, yeah. Imagine us being that disparate <sighs> in what we thought to do with the body. Mm-hmm. Like, It'd be like, are you crazy? Right. Like oh the, my god. The reactions would be, would be way different. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And like there is, um, like I said, I think that was one of my favorite momies. <laughs> wow. Wow. One of my favorite momies. It's because I was gonna say Ricky. Um <laughs> a character, Ricky, yeah. um, does have a very like aggressive response to that. And I think it's one of the my favorite moments, like acting-wise for yeah. that character.
1: Cause there um, are like a couple solid
0: moments. Yeah. Like, e- each character has their own, like,
1: well-performed moment, but yes. it's not consistent.
0: No, 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 no. Um, and uh, this dude, Noah Segan, mm-hmm. um, who plays JT. Oh, he was in Knives Out. Oh, cool. Um Good for him. he uh He, his performance gets better and better throughout the movie. Yes. I actually really enjoyed him in the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the supporting actors around him, not a whole ton. No. Um, so I think that's it, man. I think the extremity of this situation mixed with kind of like cornball acting and story beats Mm -hmm. was just like too, uh, I don't know, too chaotic for me to like because like I feel like with a
1: concept such as this you don't want a lot distracting from it so you mm. can let it settle in and really disturb you. Yes. And I think because we have the cheesy acting around it we have how the story escalates. Yeah. Um it feels like the disturbingness it's still there, it's still present yeah. but we don't have enough time to let
0: it sit. Right. Uh and like absorb it. Right, that's the thing. It's like they they introduce it almost immediately mm-hmm. and I really wanted more explored. Yeah. Like I don't always require backstory for mm-hmm. a crazy um, like a uh, crazy concept to mm-hmm. be introduced. I don't need a full backstory. Sometimes I like that. Yeah, it helps. Uh, but but this time I was like, I kind of want to know how she got there, right? And you don't explore that, uh, really at all. No. Um, it's more so about what's going on now and how how it will affect these kids in the future. And that's the other thing is like the ending. I was kind of like, man
1: yeah it's not it's not the happiest of endings no
0: which i didn't expect from this kind of movie yeah. and and that's what made me wonder is like is this just a shock value thing mm-hmm. is there a statement being made um and i dare i don't really i don't really know yeah in the end but i was like man that ending uh it it, it uh bummed me out
1: yeah you know i do like the one um before the ending the the um how do I say it without spoiling? Essentially, what happens with the woman, her her ending arc? Um, yeah, yeah, I thought right. th- that was that cool was interesting you, too. You, there's a lot of mystery surrounding yes. her, and it it doesn't really solve like any of her or like how she got there. Yeah. But it's just it, it developed her more.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. That there are some cool developments uh, in the latter half of the movie where it's like, is there? is there sentience? Mm-hmm. Is there, you know what I mean? Cause she doesn't speak. Yep. Um, so that aspect is cool. And that's why I think I would love to have seen more uh, buildup mm-hmm. around them interacting with her. You know, um, I don't know. Yeah. The, I have these ideas and, I, I wish there was more explored rather than just introducing this really grotesque idea of abusing this tied up woman and having the whole movie be built around that. Right? Um, because that would have been a really crazy shocking moment. Like that would have felt, I feel like the walking dead did that in the early seasons. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Things would build up and then something absolutely out of control would happen. That would be really disturbing and intense, Yep. but the whole world isn't built around that right one gross thing right you know what i mean yep i totally Um, get it so tim loved this movie um (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorites so far better than
1: everything everywhere all at once
0: bro also (laughs) i've never had less of a hard time remembering characters names because they say each other's names every time they speak to each other what do you mean man jt man i don't know man man JT, man, what Rick, are you doing, man? Ricky, man. JT, man. <laughs> JT, man. JT, man. The <laughs> character Ricky, I'm going to find out if there's a YouTube compilation of that dude, Ricky, saying, JT, man. Dude, and, and at the end, there's, like,
1: one character who gets injured, and they say, man, like, four times. They go back and forth. They're like, are you okay, man? I'm not doing so good, man. Well, oh, you're that's okay, right. Man.
0: They literally say, you okay, every, man? Every oh, time. Man. Well, will he hurt you, man? Yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling good, man. Yeah. yeah, man. JT, man. What are you doing, man? <laughs> man? JT, man. JT, what do you mean, man? Come on, man. Dude, can you imagine if I was like, Tim, you want to record the podcast, Tim? <laughs> Tim. Tim, you want to eat lunch, Tim? And we're already talking? Yeah. JT, man, why JT, man?
1: <laughs> Wild. I wonder how the script was written. Like, do
0: they put man in there every time? I don't know. Those are funny things that you see come out, like, naturally, like, from certain... I don't know. You put someone in, like, an acting position and certain mm-hmm. things just come out. Like, I, I was in this play in, mm-hmm. in high school and... And this girl could not perform her character who was not English without an English accent. <laughs> what the heck? And the director had to keep being like, you're doing the accent thing again? And she'd be like, sorry, <laughs> I don't know why. And then she would start performing again and she'd be like, why do you treat me like this? And <laughs> she'd be like, stop with the accent. Like, I get
1: that. Sometimes it's hard to like not do an accent for certain yeah. things.
0: Right, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this dude just could not not say man or JT <laughs> or whatever, so... Dude. um wild so Edward thank you again for uh uh putting us through this yeah
1: ultimately <laughs> I do not recommend it again it's yeah, yeah. uh once if you want to be disturbed yeah go for it but there's there's like and not in a bad way I just think most people uh
0: don't need to see it or it's not in a bad way
1: uh like the movie itself like it's it's not the worst we've seen so far
0: uh like I'd watch this over Mortal Kombat
1: you know, like (laughs) Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation.
0: I actually like this in concept was disturbing enough that I I don't know if I would uh, watch it. I would have a hard time watching it again. Yeah, I don't want to
1: watch it again. Like I have no interest, but I'm saying like as far as what we have seen, I don't know. I still think uh, the the Johnson's one was the worst so far.
0: That was uncomfortable.
1: That one's disturbing to me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I just like, I don't want people to think like, oh, this is a great movie to watch with family. No. Oh, no, uh, I don't think we've implied <laughs> no, that at any point. No, I don't think we point. did either, but I, I want to cap yeah. it off with saying like, trigger warning, fair warning. Oh, yeah.
0: Just, I actually meant to say something before we started talking about it. A trigger warning. Well, maybe you can put it in. Yeah, maybe I'll throw something in there. Because it's, I mean, it's literally a movie built around abusing someone. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I'll throw that in there. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, five more movies to get through on this list. Mm -hmm. Been a roller coaster so far. It's been something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but man, what a crazy episode. We've yeah. watched a lot of movies. What did we hit time wise? What do we add? Uh we're about to hit two hours. So Hot once I damn. once I add everything in there, all yeah. the bumpers and everything, this will be a two hour episode. It felt like a really good one, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good super job, fun. Brett. Hey. Pats thanks, on the man. back. Staying alive, you yeah. know?
1: Staying alive.
0: Uh thank you guys for hanging out with us. This has been episode two hundred and six. Um, hang out with the, uh, us on uh wow. Hey, Hello, hey out. lap it. welcome to the keep up podcast where I'm Brett and Oh, my soda's gone. Oh, <gasps> That's
1: uh, sad.
0: Yeah, this has been episode 206. You can hang out with us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. Um, we still, at the time of this release, have uh, Joshua C. Chad's link in our bio. Uh, he was on our last episode. He's, he's running a Kickstarter for his anniversary edition, so go support him. Um, go check out uh, Edward's work, uh, again, an anti-hero production. What other friends of the podcast can we shout out? Jesus. Ah. Yeah. say what's up to jesus um and uh you can find tim at collection revolution on instagram on twitch and you can find me at ata raps and uh in the dark in a couple different places all over the place i guess that's it man dude Um, you did it wait did i say our instagram at the keep up podcast yeah cool that's how you started it Dude, I'm hungry. It's me what, too. My brain's wandering. So,
1: yeah, we started this at what 10:30. It was after 11. After 11, we oh actually God. started recording. Yeah, it's one o'clock yeah. now. Um, <laughs> Time so,
0: to so, all right, Tim's gonna do what's called en Babel, and babble. la uh And your subject is a disturbance at Bikini Bottom. <laughs> Bye, guys. Love you.
1: La 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 la. SpongeBob begins to walk across the beach at Goo Lagoon, but the water is extra toasty today. As he dips his toe in, SpongeBob goes, No, it's too hot! But he looks deep, deep within the ocean, and he sees Larry the Lobster boiled alive! But SpongeBob's a bit hungry, so he extends his arm a full reach across the ocean, within the ocean, and he grabs Larry's cooked carcass and brings it to the beach and Spongebob takes Patrick's head and uses it to crack open the spine of Larry the Lobster and Spongebob starts to gorge on his innards because the boiling water cooked him to a fine temperature and this has been a disturbance in Bikini Bottom and so I'll leave you with this, make sure you cook your fish properly if it's not fully cooked you get fully sick and we don't want that or maybe we do
0: Thanks for listening into this podcast. This show is part of the Trainwreck Entertainment Podcast Network. For more content, go check out trainwreck.com. You know, you might just find something else on there that you like. That you like. That you like.
1: The voices can
0: sing now. What do you mean what voices?
1: You know how you can do like the um uh, on play one.
0: Uh. Is this working? you know like those voices
1: oh yeah yeah so they added one where people well where they'll sing now really (laughs) yeah so i made one last night i i i hate it because it's about (laughs) pregnant
0: knuckles
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh you'll like it i'm gonna
0: leave this in the post credits with no context
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely incredible. It's it's something special.